This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's time to get put on the spot. (laughs) I used to work with this guy back in the day. And we would go to bars. He was like 70 years old, right? And we always called it air ukulele. Because, dude, when he got drunker, like, there'd be some sweet child of mine or something going on. He'd be like, up here, dog. Like, tiny little guitar. I'm not trying to one-up you, dude, but back where I'm from, White Oak, excavating. There was a dude named Red Sinan, okay? Dude, Red Sinan, if you were working with him, he'd run a piece of equipment. And I used to haul heavy equipment, put silt fits in, all this stuff. Red, if ACDC come on, he's like, hold the wheel, hold the wheel. He's driving. You got to reach over, hold the wheel. Doing all this. I'm like, bro, I'm a kid. He's like 40. I'm like, we're going to die. He had a bong, a PVC bong he had behind the seat of the work truck. This dude's driving down the road, ripping bong hits. And it, 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 I'm some kid holding the steering wheel while he's jamming out the ACD playing an air guitar on a PVC bong. True story. Red sign in. RIP, brother. Everybody in White Oak knows exactly who I'm talking about, and they know I'm telling the truth. Listen. Hello. I'm going to leave. Wheel. Hold the wheel, Luke. Let, Hold the let wheel. it go a little longer. Hold the wheel. From Jackson Town to Tupelo. Low budget live. Not so live, man. I don't know. Like, I couldn't I couldn't let Biloxi Blues play over that amusing, I'm sorry, amazing dude. story, I, dude. That's that's so good. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, low lifers, one and all, this is the podcast for Monday, September the 25th. And I promised a wall-to-wall treetop tall guest in the barn grill. And here he is, none other than one of my brothers in life, Fat Cat Freaking Newton. My man. The Virginia traveler he's driving all over the country all the time he's on his way to the mpfl in uh beautiful you oklahoma and then he's going to join me in wisconsin in the studio he said dude you are like halfway for me on my way to oklahoma and i said well we got to do a, a bar and grill pit stop so here he is we got to spend a day in the express yesterday doing some yeah. fishing and uh some little sneak holes yeah some old sneak holes had a good had a good time and Getting to show him around the hometown, man. 
the local gas stations, the the uh, Heine's Barbecue. Shout out Ooh, Heine's last night. Yes, sir. Some, some goods there. The fair's in town. You didn't want to be my fair date. That's fine. Yeah, no I'm Middle not, Tennessee District Fair yeah, for yeah, you. I'm good. I'm good I'm but good. It, it's, uh, I said this the, the first time we recorded this, things went awry. And it's just always good to have like your book. Because we talked about this last night. Most of, I'll say 90%, I don't want to offend any of my local brothers, but most of my friends don't live anywhere near me. Yeah. Like I don't hang out with, I've got a couple like close buddies around here, but like I, I hang out with my kids. Right. Like I do. And most of my dear friends in life live scattered around just from this crazy traveling circus life. So I've got like in, in Wydeck, I've got a good a good support group. I've got a good group of people. I got some good old boys I used to run the roads with and raise hell. And and they're still like if I'm gone, they hold the fort down for me. So I'm solid on that. But we're they're my boys around the house. But like, we got boys on the road. So no, like just, yeah, my my, boy, my my people around the house, they're content, right? They 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 like White Oak. They yeah, they're fine with that. Like I'm ready to get out. You a gypsy? You a gypsy? Yeah, do a certain extent. And then plus, you know, we're talking about fishing world stuff. We're talking about social media stuff. My boys around the house. If I start talking about analytics to YouTube or Instagram, they're like, they're like, please shut up. Yeah, pretty much. Shut up. Shut up, dork. Yeah, we don't care about that. We've been working hard all day. Why did you have nunchucks and Daisy Dukes? Like, you know what I'm saying? My little brother, dude. God bless that boy. He's been working full time since he was 16. He is the hardest working dude I know. Next level plumbing. Don't settle. Call next level. He started his own company last year, but. For the first couple of years, he wouldn't watch my videos. He was embarrassed. For real? Oh, dude. Big brother. Shout dude out, Kale. Yeah, man. Big brother. Guts hung out and all that. Oh, yeah, it was. He wouldn't watch oh, it. Dude, he was, yeah, doing. he was just embarrassed by it. But Did now, it make a turn, though, to like Oh, proud? he embraced yeah. it. Now, well, it was. he came to an expo a couple of years ago, and uh, Timmy Horton was there. And then Timmy Horton was like, hey, you know, your brother's this or that. My people at the house have no idea what goes on when I'm on the road. They yeah. have no idea what happens when we walk they into the Bassmaster Classic. They just know you're Master gone, Classic. you're gone, and you come yeah. back. They know me as B around the house. You know, everybody that's watching now knows me as Fat Cat. Growing up around White Oak, this Fat Cat thing started in 2014. I got a GoPro, got crazy. I just decided to do something different, and uh, just the name Fat Cat, it was something me and a friend that talked about opening up a tackle shop, Fat Cat's Tackle, right? Okay. And then... I got crazy one day, decided to make a video, and it just, the local club I was fishing, they said some things, and it just evolved into whatever it is now. I'm still not sure. I was filling out something, a form the other day, and it said, what is your occupation? I just put a question mark. I don't even know what I do. You said, if I know. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. Yeah, but like, it's, it's wild, dude. Like, um, I don't even know who I am most days. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. Am I Fat Cat? Am I B? Am I Luke? Am I a low lifer? I work at TH, whatever. whatever yeah, you know? I constantly do. My thing is just figuring out how to be happy in life these days, man. I just turned 45 the other day. And uh, the, the, the main quest in life at this point, to find happiness and to make sure everybody around me is happy. Yeah, yeah, I love that. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and so, like, it's, it's weird. Like, doing what we do, it's not. You make people happy. Like, you say that, though, right? And I'm around you so much. And uh, in a professional setting and then, you know, behind the scenes. But, dude, you, whether it's a fan in an expo, a kid coming up to you, an adult coming up to you. Oh, but, and that's cool because that's public That makes stuff. my day, dude. Yeah, but but I see you interact with, like, a waitress. 
Yeah. Or a waiter. And like, dude, you... Wait, I'll say waitress. My grandma would be like, waiter. Come on. No, I, I mean... Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But but I'm just saying, like, dude, you do make people happy around. Like, it's hard to not be happy around you all the time. Like, I feel like that. Like, you, you are one of those people. It's just like you're a joy to be around most of the time. I mean, you're an asshole sometimes. Too. Oh, yeah. I can definitely... That, that's the <laughs> thing of how I'm built, dude. I am the nicest person, and then I can be the most... I, I, I don't have that gray area. Either I love you or I don't. One want way to... or the other, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I truly am that way. And uh, But you're not, because like with this, this show, I want to say divisive. You're not divisive. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. No, I, I always, if I'm doing jokes, like I, I've messed with the kayak anglers and stuff like that, but I always yeah, try like to. Yeah, jokes. I've built this brand off of self-deprecation, I guess you would say. Like I've always tried to make more fun of myself than anybody else. Yeah. To a certain extent. Uh but guard, as far hard. as being happy. I mean, not easy. I mean, like, I'd like making people happy because I know what it's like to be sad. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like. Is that a comedian thing, though? Right? Uh, it dude, is, right? I don't. I guess in a way it is. It might be a comedian thing. The highs are highs and lows are lows, right? I think yeah. that's entertainment to a certain extent. It could. It really could be, dude. But uh, I mean, I, I don't want to bring anybody. I don't want to make anybody feel bad. I like making jokes. I like busting balls. I like thick skinned friends. Oh, yeah. Because I can take it as. You good better as, be you know, around this cat, too. I, yeah, well, and we, me, we, too. Like, yeah, we, we, we can go bust hard. chops. But we, we only do hard. with people that we love. You hear that? But yeah, this, this, whole, this whole fat cat thing has evolved into something I never thought it would. Like, and now, like, I don't even. People miss the old content of me with the guts hanging out. And I'm still. I'm down. I've lost. I lost 230 pounds. Like, right now, I float between 255. <laughs> I float between. Dude, I, that's incredible. I was almost all. 500 pounds. Like the last time I saw the scales at the end of 2019, I was 485 pounds. Right now, I'm probably about 270. I got down to 255. But like, so I fluctuate from 255 to 270. I'm probably walking around at 270 now. Uh, but like, it's all just been on a quest of the, 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 the just to be happy and figure out the quality of life. And you learn, especially, like I said, I just turned 45. It's not all about. Going out and, and accomplishing. I don't need $10 million. I don't need, to, I just need to be happy, the people around me to be happy, and then everybody that I come in contact with, whether it's companies we deal with in the business, yeah. things of that nature. It's just about, I'm trying to, I don't know, man. I don't want to carry around negative energy. Well, and I think that because the fat cat character, like before I ever met you, I knew the videos yeah. that everybody knew, the viral videos. They were obnoxious. And I, a yeah. lot of people, but no, I thought they were serious. fun. No, I, I thought they were funny, that. but. But no, I, I could see that where people wouldn't take you serious, yeah, right? Because yeah, you're, sure. you know, like you said, yeah. you got the guts hanging out and you're doing the deal, the, the viral video yeah. clips. But then, like, I'll never forget the first time, like, walking up to you, you're like, what's up, man? Like, you checked out what I did. I knew you. And we, like, met at a classic or iCast or yeah. something the first time. I think it was a classic. Yep. And uh, and I was like, this dude is just real as they come. Like, we sat there and BS for a while. But I think that maybe what fans don't even realize is how much, because I know these stories and you've told them on here, I think, and, and you've told them in, in life, um, but how much of a dang fishing fan, dude, you've been yeah. for a long time. Like yeah. old school Bassmasters, old school FLWs, coming to the Potomac River, but just your history of like bat, like you just, you do love it. Like you love it. To your to your bones, dude. Oh, uh, dude, like, I can get emotional. Uh, it's so weird. Like, I don't even know why I'm getting like this right now. But like, when it comes to fishing, if 
you make it's me cry, weird. I did. You make me it's cry on this so, podcast, dude. No, no. The no, thing, I get, the, I love the thing it, with man. fishing for me is that uh, growing up, <laughs> things were crazy in my house. Yeah, I mean, crazy. Yeah, and the only time things were good is when we went fishing. Yeah, man. I feel that big time. I get it. Yeah, I get it. So uh, that that's. In professional bass fishing, I never really got into that until probably like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. I always kind of was into it, but my boy Mella Yellow, shout out to Mella Yellow. Mella Phil. Lake yeah. Anna, he owns Lake Anna right now. Yeah. That, him and PJ. Shout out Phil. But he's the one that really steered me and taught me a lot about professional fishing and who everybody was. You guys went that. to the Classic together. Yeah, man. So, so Phil Wilcox, Mella Yellow, he and I have been to every Classic since I think 2000. We've missed two or three since 2004. But yeah, dude, but as far as fishing goes, like it's. A lot of us use it for therapy, for other things. But, yeah, and then getting to the world of professional bass fishing, dude, Jesus Christ, the camaraderie, the brotherhood. Yeah, the, the whole companionship, industry. The whole industry. Dude, we have, like, what's going on now with the whole forward face on sonar? Dude, I couldn't care less as far as I think, you know, everybody's professional bass fishing limited to one. Uh, then everybody, and you got guys that are getting the more higher-powered ones. But this whole thing going on, I mean, controversy is what stimulates social media and things of that nature, right? But more like, comments, just, more. Yeah, goes dude, I just crazy. don't like. I don't want to, and I do make jokes. I'll make memes. As far as embracing the negativity, it's kind of like making jokes of it because we do have to rectify the situation, kind of figure something out. But as far as banning it, I don't know. Like I, I'm on both sides of the fence. If you guys want to create trails for that, I guess what I'm just trying to get at is just the. I just don't like the negativity. I, yeah, I, I, I'm not into. I don't polarizing kind of stuff. Yeah, because it doesn't. Here's the deal: it does not help our sport. It's not helping our sport. It's not, you know, it's really not helping from the outside looking in. It just. Well, also think if you, for me, like everybody says, grow the sport, grow the sport, which Ronnie Moore on here last week, shout out Saltwater Ron, said he hates the term grow the sport. And I and I don't disagree with him because it's, it is not growing, I think, to a certain extent. And we'll, we'll get to that maybe. But I, but I think that uh, it seems from the outside like it's growing. Um, Dude, somebody better do something because if you're if we're doing this narrative of all these high school anglers, all these college anglers, and we're saying go fish high school, go fish college, you can be a pro. Yeah. Well, then hey, it, so the sport better grow to, to accommodate yeah. all of these anglers. That, well, that's that, where that, I hey, we're, that's we're selling that to them. Yeah. Well, we gotta there's gotta be gold at the end of the road if we're telling them to go this way. So we kind of have to embrace growth. Well, that's where MPFL came in, right? Like our our important, exactly. like it created another avenue for people to have a high level of competition for big money kind of thing because at the end of the day, there's so damn many and not everybody needs to be a pro. Like I would agree there needs to be as far as at the top cream of the, you know, cream of the crop top, there needs to be about 50 to 80 dudes from all the, like one thing, like if you're a pro fisherman, you can go to a non-endemic sponsor and say, yeah, it's like IndyCar or NASCAR. Yeah, this is what I fish. And if you fish anything else, that's like how you get to, We'll never be there because it's a bit, it'll never get there. I hope I have to eat those words, but we, we were, our sport is very unique, man. We try to compare (laughs) our sport to other professional sports, but we are probably one of the only sports that is at the mercy of the public. So we all, we fish on public public water and we don't have any, any say so on who can fish what far as the public. Yeah. That's one variable. And then at the end of the day, man, like the other variables, we pay for it. Yeah, man. And, Entry fees and, yeah, and whatnot. And, and, and what we're talking about now is the forward-facing situation. 
you know, and Jordan Lee spoke on this talking about, well, that's a, a huge contributor to professional bass fishing. As far as monetizing, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, multiple huge companies are involved in helping things. So you kind of be smart as that. I, I don't know, man. We, we have to figure out a way to, I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. It's just, uh, I don't, when I hear Ford face a sonar on a podcast, I'm next or anywhere. Like, I'm just over that whole situation, yeah. but there has to be some sort of resolution that way we can move I on. I showed you a little bit of that Ford face and sonar yesterday. Yeah, don't be honest. I, I'm going to be, this is, this might hurt. I couldn't care less. Be, yeah. and the reason I couldn't care less is because I really, the, I fish in the Potomac. And then when I see that screen, you're like, hey, there's one, there's one. It's just, I. It's like Atari to you. Yeah, dude, you're like, I think I don't it's know. cool. I think it's great. But like, I, I'm. My forte, and I think that's what goes on. A lot of these guys couldn't care less about it because they don't plan on using it. I, I don't it's not know. relatable. Yeah, exactly. That's well, what I say about the smallmouth tournaments. If boom, you're a my, dude that lives in this. Florida yep. that, and you never care to ever go catch a smallmouth. Virginia couldn't care less. Yeah, then you don't want to watch a smallmouth tournament. But that was the same 10 years ago as it is now. Correct. To me, if you're a dude, in, and I'm not picking on Florida, even though y'all beat my Tennessee Vols, so I should pick on you. Uh but even if you are a guy that never plans on fishing for smallmouth, I still like watching the tournaments now. We said this last week with Ford facing, it's just like five pounder, five pounder, five, like they're catching. Yeah, they can like catch. It's a yeah. catch fest. So watching it is less boring. Yeah, uh, to we pick, don't have to get into all that again. We're not. We're not. But, to piggyback off of what you said, though, I, this is be how relatable. I was growing up watching. I was always watching hunting shows, fishing shows. Okay. So if I was watching Michael Waddell, Real Tree Road Trips. And they were hunting whitetail. I'm watching. If he was going on an elk hunt, you didn't want. Yeah, we've talked. We've talked about yeah, like we have. saltwater and saltwater. Like when water Bill stuff. Dance, when I was a kid, yeah. he would mix in some saltwater stuff before he had the actual Quick. saltwater show. I'm like, gone. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. And that was the same thing for me and smallmouth fishing. And a lot of us southern boys are things that really don't. Now I will say, after I got older, yeah, and I started getting to go saltwater fishing some because I never got to as a kid, obviously. And then I started traveling around. And I Makes met sense. folks that did it. Then I'm like, ooh, well, I do want to watch that sure. guy go snook fishing because I've done that. And that's, I get, I relate to him like, oh my God, he caught a blah, blah, blah snook. That's a bad, that's bad at. Like I get it after doing it. So I, dude, I'm that guy when I go saltwater fishing or even like we go down to Avon, North Carolina and fish the sound, I have to Google every fish we catch. Yeah. yeah I get so that. I really like it. But that, that's, I think that kind of is a underlying situation that 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 helps guys yeah. not like Ford facing so anyways dude I don't even want to talk about yeah, Ford but I think sonar anymore I mean when I say not relatable you can make the argument then oh well then the Tennessee River is not relatable to people because they've never they don't want to and and again a lot of people complain about ledge fishing tournaments too because it doesn't go on where they live they right. don't care yep. you and I've commentated a couple of those events together and you're like this makes no like I don't you know right. this do, they, this doesn't happen where I'm from right. so explain you'll even say on live like well, explain like why he's doing what he's doing Absolutely. because that's not familiar to me and it's what i grew up doing it's i've like, never fished a ledge in my it's life like, it's like second nature going oh well, he's got his boat here and there's a reason he's throwing this because he's trying to fire him up to do because they're set up like this but if you've never done it or you're never going to do it you damn sure don't care to learn you know but if i take you and show you and you live in florida and i'm in a saint john's river tournament busting them on something cool you've right. never seen some bait like you're gonna be glued to that like right. ooh, we gotta buy some of them little crickets well, and we, we talked to talking you know live the, 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 the fart facing sonar y'all boy throwing them tongue skin weight and that florida carbon line now y'all got that fart facing sonar like but i have heard guys tell me about like on, on the potomac how it has become a tool you know fishing the grass uh, lines sure. and different things and all anyways dude but yeah 
that I, I'll be glad when that whole thing's over with and they can kind of figure it's that out. It's not going to be. It's not going to be over See, from heard, a standpoint of people not bitching about it because they're not going to ban it. Look at me when I tell you this. Listen to me. They're not going to ban but it. But they, they will put regulations on it more than likely. Yeah, but, but what is that? You can't have nine transducers. You can only have one. Most of those guys, like Patrick Walters, who we see kick a lot of ass over his shoulder, right. you and I get to watch him. He's only got one. Right. Trent Palmer, he's only got one. Like they're like we're gonna see those guys do work at Ufala and probably at Lakeland here coming up and like they got one. Right. They got fifteen. They got one. So now a guy like Taku has multiples, but he's got them on his transom for a reason. Like he Well then you also hear talk, you don't hear much talk, but you also hear talk about the transducers that some of the guys are using. A lot of guys don't have access to those. So if if you're, if you're no, transducers hitting a hundred foot, everybody's hitting hundred foot. Then you have certain guys that have transducers that are hitting six hundred foot. Yeah, I, I mean, you know what I mean. I, no, I know I, they're 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 wheeled. It's like NASCAR. They'll they'll right. I think if well, they you, can, your motor can only be two hundred fifty horsepower. Yeah, yeah. If they can find a way to limit it, right. they'll limit it. Gerald actually had a um. I say actually like Gerald, he did, uh, Gerald, Gerald, grumpy old man swindle. Get off my lawn. That's what I, I joke with him all the time. Um, love my boy G. He had a really, he and I were on the phone one day and he hasn't made a video about this. And I'm kind of surprised to be honest. I thought it was really interesting. He said uh, he had actually uh, talked to Bass and, and one of his pitches was you only get it for certain events. Oh gosh. Now this would get crazy and it'd be hard to police. Right. But hear me out. This is one of G's like, wild wild ideas but i did like this just from a strategy yeah they're like okay we got eight events you got to pick right now first of the season luke oh, duncan gosh. which four you you get to have forward facing sonar for and that's it so you write down okay because some tournament trails do this like if you get a sub right like so, so you can't you're the local hammer on the potomac river I'm fishing a tournament trail from down here that goes up there for my championship. And I can't go, well, i got to substitute old fat cat's going to be in the boat. Right, oh, right. Bull crap. No, he's not. you got to submit who you're going to fish with all year at the first of the year if your partner should not be able to fish, right? Alabama Bass Trail does that. A lot of trails do that. Shout out K with ABT. Uh, but, all right, you write it down right here, man. You on the Congrats, you made the Elite Series. You can only use this for four tournaments. So you're looking at the schedule like sweat running down your face. Like I think that's a hilarious, and B adds. A, I, now, how you would explain that to a live viewer or whatever? Why's this guy got it? Because that'd be the comment. Oh yeah, yeah. Why's this guy got it and this guy don't? I don't get it. It'd be hard to explain, but I do think, and that's really out there outside the box. But I think it's amazing. And then you sit down and go, "Oh shit!" So we're going to, who St. John's River? Okay. I think I'm comfortable with not having it there. And then you get there and there's one dude that left it and he kicks your ass. Like it's, yeah. it's that's what you would run into with that. It's the haves and have nots at that point. But I don't know. They've got to find a sensible way yeah. to kind of find common ground. Uh, Ronnie Moore talked about it on here last week. And you and I have been in meetings and I've said this on here about, Hey guys, how are we going to make this more watchable? Because Maybe this week at follow Oklahoma, temperatures have been a little cooler at night. Maybe we get a little bit of a shallow water fall derb. We saw that with the Watts Bar, Bassmaster Open. It was more of a traditional. They're going down the bank. We're seeing that. Uh, Lake of the Ozarks, as we're recording, Bassmaster Open's going on. More traditional. Not a lot of forward-facing 
for the most part going on after uh, day one seems like so you follow could be a mix or standing timber the open was dominated by forward facing sonar earlier yeah. this summer i still yeah. think it'll be a major player for some guys but it could be a ripping down the bank throwing a buzz bait flipping a jig kind of thing too i don't know we'll find out tnpfl.com that's right tune in but our last event is on Lake Lanier. Oh, this could be Donovan. And it's yeah. going to be all four facing for the most part. Some top water, top actually, water yep, you know. Yep, yep. But we have been talking, what can we do as an organization? And to be fair, we've talked about this since, I mean, Brad Fuller and I, especially in the very beginning, like have talked about ways, like how do we, from some of our earlier tournaments were one with it, like how do we show this to the viewer better than we are? And they've had some great ideas, yeah, but man. it's hard to execute them. Ronnie said that, and they got a way bigger budget than we do. Um, and Ronnie's like, dude, it's just, it's, he said it on the show, he's like, it's hard. Like, yeah, we've, we're not ignoring you. We're hearing the fan. We know what you are saying, but dang it, like, it's really hard to do. Um, we've had some camera guy, I remember, I think we talked about this on a conference call with MPFL the other day. Pug Clements, shout out to Pug. We, have, we hadn't seen Pug this year. Square table, square table podcast. Uh, I remember on Pickwick, our inaugural year, our camera guy was right on top of his live scope filming him. Yeah. He's down at Bay Springs. Dude, you watching the fish get his bait. And it was amazing. Amazing coverage. And I think that might draw more people in. But then do you get to a situation where it's like, then all you're watching is a screen that they're staring at? I don't know, man. It's I think people are going to complain regardless. So it's just a really tricky situation. But the coverage... From what I saw in the comments the last couple, because me and Atkins have talked about it, me and Ronnie talked about it, Austin Felix and I talked about it. The comments are more, yes, you do get the guys like, I got to do away with it because it's terrible. You do get those guys. But most of it is, yeah, it just sucks to watch. Sucks to watch. Sucks to watch. They're not engaging with the camera as much as they used to. Um, and I think the anglers do have to do a better job of explaining what's going on just like they would if they're all right well these bushes this one's sticks out a little further like they used to right some dudes most dudes that know hey there's a camera over my shoulder i gotta do my job to educate the fans some guys just tight-lipped and quiet and just waiting to yeah set the hook but i think the anglers got to do a better job too and we see it dude you and I, it's what Ronnie goes, you think I like it? i watch hours of it dude. it's freaking boring you and i watch all the cameras we're yeah. the wizard of oz and dude, it's, I mean, it's boring. Like th th this conversation is boring. Like I'm done no, talking about it now because no, it's a it. dead horse, dude. It's a dead, like you said, it'll get rectified somehow, some way, shape or form. You're not going to make everybody happy, but life will go on. We'll keep, I fishing. guess my, my point though, please make a point. God almighty, man. Jesus, he's dragging you this and, out. Son. You and I watch fishing for hours on live coverage and watching fishing is boring. When yeah, there's nothing man. going on, yeah, sure, sure, right? Like you and I, dude, we have days, well, and that's thinking, we all know that we go. If you go fishing for eight hours a day, you're not gonna. It's just one there's of those twenty minutes of windows or yeah. things happen spread out across an eight hour day. Because um, you and I have had some long days in the studio. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. We've nice. had some long days where you should have been fired, but uh, yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah, where you should have been whoa. fired probably, but just for things that you said dude i want um, to talk about one thing before we get too far into this we're already i gotta thank the sponsors real quick yeah. we're, we're like please, deep please. into this do something let's <laughs> jeez bro let's go man talk to me to death about forward facing sonar i hate you so everybody out there is like shut up no they're not it's i it's guarantee a, you they are. all right it's good. an intriguing sponsors, story sponsors star tron right there get 
put it in here. I just chugged I'm gonna it. Pour, I I'm, I'm it about to drink it because if I had to hear about Ford Face of Sarno one more I love time, how you, I'm going to find a high bridge on low tide. You got my tractor tide. cranked, right? Yeah. By saying, well, I just really don't want to talk about it. And then I just talked about oh, it for 15 geez. minutes. It's what being friends with Luke Duncan is like. This dude has not shut up since I got here. I thought we were doing a podcast. We've done the podcast 15 times, just not in front of a camera. Well, you know what? Then I picked a, a great occupation. You did. Oh, right? buddy. No, talking. You definitely got that down pat. Ain't no doubt about well, that. Uh, you right. act like you're fucking. <laughs> Beep! Where was that at? Because I got to edit You got to edit that out, but that's a hard one. I'm that sending was... that one. Screw it. That's a hard that one. That was at the 20-something minute. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think Canceled. that's my first F bomb on LBL before Canceled. a spot in a sponsor. You've been watching too much Shane Gillis. <laughs> Perfect. Oh God, this will be the. I think least it's far viewed. enough. I think it's far enough in that YouTube yeah. won't kick. It's it. far enough in where everybody's already tuned out. Oh my God, sponsor reads right here. Star Trek <laughs> kicking ethanol in the teeth right here in your chainsaw, in your weed eater, in your log splitter. Right. Hey, because your Honda 1987 Big Rid, dude. I saw your video. That thing fired right up. You had you must have had some Star Trek. Amazing piece thing. of equipment. I did. Matter uh, of fact, that uh, Thank that, was, that video me. was was amazing. Uh, Startron enzyme powered fuel treatment. When you're storing your boat this time of year, seasons are changing. If you have regular old gas in it, it's got at least 10 percent ethanol in it. I promise you, it will gum up the works. I've seen it happen multiple times. Put this in your tank. Let it be. Let the enzymes do their job. Start trying kicking ethanol in the teeth. Pro Guide Batteries, ProGuideBatteries.com is where you can let them know you're a low lifer by using code LBL10. These guys are not a fly-by-night battery company. I know I say that a lot, but they have been in the industry for many, many, many years calling on OEMs, getting that stamp of approval from the factory level, not just at the retail level, the factory level, and those folks run products through the ringer before they'll say hey this comes factory equipment on this boat like that's what i do for a living and that's not an easy seal of approval to get they got into the lithium game a couple years ago and i promise you they're some of the most affordable yet effective lithium batteries on the market proguidebatteries.com baitworks.com bait-works wrx.com bait-works it's where you can find that lob jig it has the LBL logo on the package. Comes in seven colors. Custom Eagle Claw Trocar hook. Finer than frog hair skirt. But don't just go there and get LOB jigs. You can find all your tackle needs from rods, reels, line, tackle boxes. You name it. Top water season's here. They got them toad thumper frogs. Get on there. Bait-works.com. And Duncan, D-U-N-K-A-N-10, saves you money. And last but not least, hang the imaginary banner. <laughs> Express Boats, the Bassmaster Classic winning banner, the first ever aluminum boat to roll around with a classic trophy, all welded, 21 feet of fury, 96-inch beam, fastest hole shot in the game. Do you approve? No doubt. I was super impressed. Yeah, dude, she hopped up on pad like that. Like you you said that yesterday. I love, I say this on here a lot, I love taking people out in the Express that have never been in one. It's got to do with different. It has to do with the draft, right? Because it's not drafting, but so much dude, of water, so you can just hop dude, right up. And it's but but you. I'm not just saying like, it. I'm but, saying, bro, that thing hops full, up. It was right in the, the giddy in the morning. We had a full tank of gas. Buddy. You and I in there, and it goes. Boop, it, dude, it doesn't matter the load. Like it always just jumps yeah, up. I was impressed. Um, 
but I always say that fastest hole shot in the game. Somebody always comments, oh, yeah? I'm like, yeah. Like, I've been in a lot of different bass boats. It's quick, dude. It's quick. It's really, really fast. And you said we got in some choppy water. You're like, dude, this thing it rides, rides good, man. I was like, it's, uh, it's not a wet ride, and we were hitting chop. It wasn't a wet ride at all. Like, I was – it's strong. Fat Cat Newton for express boats right there. I'm going to yeah. talk to the marketing manager there and see if they'll send one to your <laughs> house. No, no, might want to. Yeah, I'll send, take it. Send one to the house. Sea deck bow to stern. You like the sea deck, and you were talking about the, how it's kind of it's got that extreme code in there, so it's a little bit like more for quiet. me up there at the house on the Potomac. Uh, you fish a lot of grass, and you, anybody that fishes around grass, you know your grass is not always green. Half the time is full of dirt, mud, silt, and then when your boat, I hate when my grass is full of dirt, dude. Yeah, <laughs> especially seeds. You just got to worry about uh, just keeping it clean, man. Where you're getting catfish, snakeheads, bass, whatever. It's that sea deck is just way more convenient, way easier to keep clean and carpet. And we've seen guys, heard of guys, get their carpet dirty, go to the daggone car wash, hit it with the pressure washer, and tear up $2,000 oh, on carpet that real quick. a lot. And you uh, worry about it with sea deck. I absolutely love the sea deck. But 250 Yamaha show pushing that beast around. Stable, stable ride. Express boats. Building excitement since 1966 and bringing you Low Budget Live, where we have Fat Cap Newton in studio. Thank you for listening to all the sponsors. Dude, I've... Uh, 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 Oliver dude, Anthony. A, Why do you not like Oliver Anthony? Dude, I do not. You make not, fun of fudge rounds? No. Dude, everybody God watching right now will come burn your house down. Oliver go. Anthony, he should have a shrine made for him, according to a lot of people. Let's talk about Oliver Anthony. Okay, I'm in. All right. Um... Do not dislike the guy at all. And I will say this. Have you talked about this at all yet? Uh, have I? For I, real? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, I, my bad. And like people, I don't listen to this. So uh, so people, I made a joke. I remember that. You talked about the fudge rounds. Yes. And, dude, I got ate up by okay. some people. They're like, what means more than that? I'm like, yeah, I understand what it means. Like, I get why it's important yeah. to you. Okay? Like, I get it. Um, I thought that line was terrible. As a songwriter, I thought that line was terrible. I've written a lot of terrible lines, so I can say that. Um, How about I ain't got a dollar, but I don't need no, a he's dime. Got, no, dude. Here's the thing. Hey, what do you think about him Rich playing Man, a Dubro? Uh, the, like Dubra, yeah, the Dubra, res, whatever whatever resonator guitar. The dude, the dude is a cool cat. Yeah, I'll say this. He is also in like the fudge round line. I was like, what a like that's dumb. This man is. I listened to him on Rogan. He is brilliant. He's very articulate. He is um, very, very, very sharp individual that's very aware of his surroundings and who he is. And it's really, for me, chasing music as long as I did, it's really cool to see somebody beat the machine. There we if go. that makes sense. Like I, so I, I get why people are, are fans of what he's doing. And I, li- I like him. Right. I don't dislike that song. Um, my joke the first week was like, hey – Stop sending it to me because yeah. so many oh, people yeah. send it to you dude, know it's too. just like dude it's it just was viral like, yeah. like it just like people that it I don't talk to about nerve, music dude. right in my personal life are like I can't hey dude it. check this out and I'm like why are you oh my god okay yeah but it was just so much in like a 24 hour period uh well matter of fact it was when um Turnpike was at the Ryman in Nashville and I was up there with Engelman and them and I'm like even asking him who's in the music like dude have you heard and he's like no I'm like well by God by tomorrow you will because yeah. I've had fi- and then the next day we were up there two days and he goes dude I've had so many like my God yeah. like it's so for me with thing. me with him like I like that song it's a good song but oh it's cool actually getting in his catalog he has a lot oh no of, he's got some bangers oh, he's got some as the nuggets but some you, nuggets. another cool thing about him I listened to him on Rogan he's got an Android phone. And he uh, had like posted videos on YouTube. He just decided like writing is therapy for him, whatever. Yeah, I mean, kind of like for you, you and I to talk about that. Yes. Um, 
and some of his biggest grossing songs are just the he ripped he filmed a video he ripped the audio from said youtube video that he shot on his android and that's what's on itunes yeah and they're streaming like forty thousand dollars worth a day like it's wild so to when me. you listen I love to that when you listen to some of his songs you can hear cicadas in yeah, the background yeah, yeah. and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. Like, which we, yeah it is but i, I, I bring that up because we talked about doing yeah i i think here, here's what i want to say it shows the power of social media gosh does it ever it shows the power of social media but i think it that can't happen to just anybody and what i mean by that is learning how to capitalize on that learn how to deal with that kind of fame because something you i well, not, he's struggling. I don't too, yeah, though. I'm I sure keep he up. Is. No, he like I keep up with him Funny. on Facebook. Like he's struggling with the business of I bet. booking show. He finally's he got an agent. Yeah, and people well, get mad at him. Who do you trust? Because that's we, his thing. Yeah, yeah, everybody's trying to get a piece of that pie. Like Cotton Eye Joe, that whole situation happened not in saying, Knoxville. Yeah, not saying they did anything wrong, but just the miscommunication of the overpricing amount of the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. show, and then having his buddy that was new. The whole dynamic of that. But I kind of wanted to talk about his overnight. Rise to fame. Man, and it was. And then how to be able to deal with stuff like that. Like, yeah. Everybody wants it until you get it. So, Whew. like, right now we live in a world of content creators, and everybody wants to be a t- content creator. Yep. Being a content creator is nice when everybody's patting you on the back <laughs> and telling you good. But then when you try to be controversial, or not even when you try to be controversial, you just do something you no, think you nice. S- or and people then, deem it controversial, right? Or they d- disagree. And then those comments turn on you, or certain people can turn on you. You have to be able to deal with that. And it's... 99% of the time, I've dealt with some horrible stuff. You too. Dude, and it could take a toll on a man. April will be 10 years for me doing the social media thing. And it's kind of like why I put videos in the back seat because I'm trying. I want to be happy. I want to make everybody happy, kind of like what he's doing. But, like, there are people that don't want you to be. That's right. It's, not, it's not, nothing personal. You just have a friend of mine told me something several years ago that's really helped me be a better person when it comes to confrontation. It's up to you how you let someone else's words affect A million percent. Okay? And we've talked about comments and social media. Uh, anybody out there, you guys watching, you guys want to be a content creator, I say go for it and just post videos, post videos, but have thick skin and all that. But it doesn't always. You can't always, chase those ghosts either, you though. You can't chase those, those ghosts. Those trolls. They go make, right back under the bridge. You can't make them like you. And don't give them, don't give them any gas. Don't give them ammunition. If Always respond to those that are positive to you. Why are you going to take time and respond to someone negative when all these people, good job, man, love the video, love this, love that. You're just liking them. But then the guy that says, you're stupid, no, and you reply you to You go him. a paragraph, yeah. yeah, I get, yeah. So, I, and I still get caught up in it sometimes. I do, I do too. I, I do to. too. And I'm very good at not practicing what I preach. I can yeah. tell you how to be a millionaire, yeah. but I won't take my own advice. <laughs> yeah. you know? my, my thing with a, with a negative comment is sometimes, especially with the podcast, what really irks me is – I'll do an hour and a half of this a week. Yeah. Edit, you know, takes takes a lot of time, booking guests, doing whatever. And if somebody gets in the comments and say, Well, you said this, and I'm like, dude, that's not what I said. Like you no. Sure. Like I don't like me and misquote it. And that's when I'll really yeah. get on the keyboard heavy. Sometimes I was like, bro, A, you didn't even listen. Like you're making a comment based on a title of a YouTube video because you don't like me, but right. here you are, which is a bizarre phenomenon, let's just be honest. Right. Like, if you're peeking, and I always joke, peeking through the blinds, like, oh, I hate this bastard. See what he did this week. Like, well, why kind of are you here, dude? Like, on Instagram, I don't know if you can do it for everything, but like, on my Instagram, 
I can see who watches my stories. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It, it, it is amazing Hilarious, to me. It really dude. is. So I see I have a lot of people that interact with it. me on all my posts. And then I'll go to my stories and I'll see who's watching. And the same people watch my stories, but they never interact with my post. And I, but they always there. But, but, but. I don't look at it negatively because I'm not a liker, commenter, or shitter on yeah, social media. Yeah. I do try to engage with those that I feel compelled to, but I'm not compelled often to Yeah, there's a lot of people I see there's media. crap every day, and I and don't that's engage. too for guys out there right now. We talk about this. If your numbers are going down, man, if you're not getting as many likes, you're not getting as many views, don't be discouraged because it's happening to everybody. everybody. It's across the platforms. There are a few people that are actually still going like this, but for the most part, dude, it's a They have boobs. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> they yeah. wear thongs yeah. and they have boobs. Those are the interaction never changes. Like, man, you look good with that rod and reel. Because those comments never go away. No, they, people get baited into the thought bots, as I call them. They just walk right into that, yeah. baby. The thought bot. Well, look that, at her. She got a gun and wearing Daisy Dukes. Where I do you, like that. Where do you I see? Do too. I'm going all over the place. Where do you see Oliver Anthony in two years from now? Is he um, going to sustain, be sustainable? Is he going to hang around? Dude, I think he is. Uh, I think it's sustainable. I do think it's sustainable. I think as long as he going back to what you were saying about like the Knoxville situation yes. and everybody's like, oh, I love this guy. He already pissed people off with that. Cause they were like, I bought tickets and now you're canceling. Now I can't come. And so you're never going to make everybody happy again. Like going back to the Ford face and think that's just our world. Right. Um, no two people are alike. And so now he booked the Knoxville civic center, sold it out. But there was so much demand for tickets. He's like, well, I think it would be cooler to do this. There's a, ba a minor league baseball stadium uh, up there outside of Sevierville, the Tennessee Smokies. He's like, let's do it at the baseball stadium, but let's do it two weeks later. So people at, and he's like, your tickets will be honored. But I even saw comments like, well, now I can't freaking come, man. I was oh, coming right, because right, he can get right. more people for the same amount of money into the state. And he's trying to build a community because yeah. he knows people like he played in, um, downtown nashville this week earlier this week at tootsies it was their birthday bash and dude jamie freaking johnson who is the goat period in the story um is on stage with him he loves him yeah and because he can't sing the first show after dude, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah dude yeah. and jamie's just like if you look up the word cool as cliche as this it's that sob right there this is jamie johnson like dude he's just it right like dude don't give a damn right. he is outlaw country like He's the dude, but this cat's on downtown in downtown Nashville, Broadway, which is ran by the music industry and whatever. And he's up there, you know, living in the lure and everybody is just singing every word. Thousands of people on Broadway. And I was like, dude, I'm here for it. Like I'm here for that, like that movement. And, um, somebody, uh, when I had Ryan Engelman on, from Turnpike, we talked about, because he's in the music industry, I've talked to Cody Cannon about this a lot, and I think you have too, from Whiskey Myers. Um, used to, the prototypical formula was you had to like start playing bar gigs like I used oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you move up the next peg, and then you move up the next peg on the ladder, and then you're opening for people, and then you do this, and then you hope and pray that all you're running around in the country in a little white Econoland van with all of your band packed up pulling your gear turns into a bus and this and that. And that's always how it's been. Well, a lot of musicians that do it for a living take exception to a guy like Oliver Anthony because like he didn't do anything. It's the same with Zach Bryan. He's a phenomenon. Zach's a phenomenon. Same deal. This year we'll sell out stadiums. He's going on a stadium tour. I'm not the biggest Zach Bryan fan in the, in the world. I, uh, 
I like some of his stuff. You and I talked about him. Like I, I dig a lot of it. It's a younger generation yeah. really pushing his stuff. But it was social media. So his story is amazing, but he skipped all that. So a lot of musicians right. are like, yeah, screw this dude. He goes from, he didn't put in 15 years, like Whiskey Meyer, right. he didn't put in 15 years. And you'll never, let me say, you'll never hear a Cody Cannon say oh, anything no, bad no, no, about any of these no, people. No. He thinks it's amazing, and it's like, screw the man, because the music industry turned its back on bands like Whiskey Myers yeah. and Turnpike, and they built what they have, which is amazing, the followings they have, with no support. Right. from cities like Nashville, LA, New York, whatever. And so on the all Air for Anthony things, Zach Bryan thing, it's incredible. As a musician, a songwriter, dude, you telling me that a dude that sits around here and writes songs all the time that I could throw something out there and if it connects with the right amount of people, it's like you, something can so happen. You're, like, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. It kind of gives yeah, everybody a hope. No doubt. The, the every mind. man, sure, right? Absolutely. And I, and I love that. And I think that like tying it all back to fishing a little bit, I think that's why so many people get so passionate about pro fishing because they all think they can do it to a certain extent because you fish every Saturday, you fish in your bass club, or you just go fishing. And I think that's why, like the the electronics debate or boats getting more expensive debate, and listen, I understand that it's getting more expensive. I work in the industry every day. I had somebody the world we live in right now. Yeah, I had somebody insult me this week on social media because I made – forget what it was like i commented on something else about four face and somebody goes well he's just an industry dude that's why he's four and i was like what does that even mean like no i'm not trying to shove them down your throat i don't care if you ever buy i kind of get where i get it but i'm like if we even though we but i can't comment on it because i work in the industry that's that's bullshit yeah you know i get what you're saying but you know typically when someone speaks from the industry whatever they say is going to benefit the industry they think it's biased sure they yeah you know but you know me i'm an anti-establishment dude on a lot of stuff dude like i'm not into the big corporate like you and i've had a lot of off-air conversations i won't get into but i hate corporate america like i hate what is happening inside of our industries with bigger businesses getting in and buying it up swallowing up all the small companies these private equity firms and they're not as bad as like publicly traded stuff, but dude, it's happening. Whether it's pure fishing strike King, dude, our industry is shrinking by the day. That's why I am such a supporter of a bait works or an express. Who's still family owned or toad thumper lures, our buddy, or the Cody's B Rob tackle, sure. things like that. Even arc rot. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Do, doing their thing, dude. It's not, and look, Woods if you sell out, yeah, what's the what? Like, if you sell out and get paid, good for you. Right. I don't have a problem with people making money. That's not where my issue lies. It's that the people that helped build those brands then turn into numbers on a spreadsheet and not people. Yeah, man, that's, that sucks. And that is and it's that the is, machine. It's how it works. So that's exactly. why an Oliver Anthony kicks ass to me because he's against. He's not that, right. and he did it without him. Right. And you and I joke. For years, and I, I told, again, name dropper, but I told Cody Cannon this the other day. He was talking about you and uh, just what a piece of garbage you were. And I was like, dude, listen, Fat Cat's a good guy. No, he was actually like really bragging on you, and uh, I was surprised. And 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 he and he was talking about you and I and our relationship and our interactions. And I said, well, dude, it's – we're black shit. <laughs> I 
she's so go ahead, man. Our relationship. Yeah, our relationship. Butterfly kisses, Eskimo kisses, whatever the hell you say all the time. You said to my children, by the way, last night. Whatever. Whole other story. Uncle 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 Fat Fat Cat. Cat. Uncle Fat Cat's not allowed to cook out. But I said we are, and I don't. And it's like somebody saying, "Well, I'm outlaw country and country music." While you, you know, drive a Mercedes or I don't know. You know, you've never been in trouble, like whatever. But I do consider you and I industry outsiders to a certain extent. Yeah, I, uh, know, and I hate the word industry, mm-hmm. but yeah. but I, and I know I just said somebody called me in the industry, but I'm just saying like in the professional fishing world, like what you and I have built, we did it on our damn own. Yeah, with support from like our peers, like a Gerald, like a Gerald Swindle, dude. I would be nothing without Gerald Swindle. I say that to anybody because people are like go oh, coattail rider. I've heard that, dude. Gerald Swindle helped me immense. He introduced me to his fan base. At a time that yeah, learned, man. well, oh, this I, dude honestly, is funny, that, and that's he's how I was introduced to you during the whole beard thing. Yeah, yeah, and that, man. And that, yeah. So man. many people I was introduced, like yeah, nobody knew, and I, and I didn't do that to get quote like famous, and like right. none of this was in the cart. That's not where I was even. It was something to represent my mom and what she was going through, right? But and, and I owe you know Gerald, I'll always owe him. But I, but I'm saying like you and I have still been, and that's why I take this crap so personal, is we're we are black sheep. MPFL, we're the black sheep league. Yeah. It's fair to say, like we have no industry support from the actual fishing industry for the most working part. Working on it though, man. We're working it, on it. It's changing, yeah, it's but I'm good. saying like we are outsiders to a certain extent, and dude, it's just it's not easy all the time. So nah. to see people break through, I, I wouldn't change it though. Hell no. Well, and just be just because, man. I spent my whole life doing things in other terms, like you say, working for corporations or things like that, where you've just been a number, and now kind of doing. I, I left my real. I left. I worked for Harris Teeter Grocery Stores based out of North Carolina. Driving driving truck. I, right? I drove. I delivered groceries for ten years. Before that, I drove trucks. I've, I've basically driven trucks, did construction, run a chainsaw, put silt fence down, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, dude, and, and then leaving in two thousand nineteen when I kind of shifted my life to live longer i uh i I like not like you say you're just a number and and then like you you if you're built like we are man you you dedicate yourself to a company you know because your work reflects the person who you are and and we've learned i've learned this firsthand buddy if you're working somewhere and you're one of the guys that does 110 percent, and then bobby does 60 percent, when bobby finally does 75 percent job he's gonna get a pat on the back when you're the hundred percent, hundred and ten percent worker, and you finally do ninety nine percent, you're going to get reprimanded. That's just how it does it, happen. No, it, it yeah, truly does, that. man. I live that. Yeah, I get and, it. it. So, so many people listening get that too. Yeah, I'm sure they feel, they feel that way. Absolutely, right? it's the truth. There really is that people way. feel like, unappreciated. Why, why am I? Why am I yeah. taking time away from my family? Why am I doing all this and sacrificing all this for some company that doesn't even care about? Yeah, me? yeah. I, like you said, I'm just a Dude, number again. And then and here, hold on. I'm on a because this you know, is where you I have a roll. Well, I'm just trying to tell everybody. No, I get there, it. You don't have to do that. Yeah. I know you feel like you do. It may be in a situation where you can't leave now because you got a family, you got to have insurance. What? That's what you got to have. Four one k. You got to have. You got to have all these things. So we're kind of. I've just the prototypical. I, you got to have this. Yeah, man, it is thing. very hard to take a chance and bet on yourself. So it's so hard to gamble on yourself. But sometimes, man, you really got. My brother just did it, man. My brother left a very. I secure, love that, dude. And he started his own business. And dude, I have never been prouder of him in my life. But this dude's got three kids. He's got a wife, and to leave a stable job, been at for years, and go out terrifying. Yeah, man. But dude, you only get one life. That's the thing that I've come forty five years old, man. I, you only there was a time where I didn't expect the make 45 and then i just had my perspective changed on life to where it's not fair for me 
to to continually hurt myself by yeah, eating and yeah, drinking yeah, and, and being hard stuff. on myself. It's not fair to my brother. It's not fair to my nephew, my niece. It's not fair to my girlfriend. It's not fair to anybody that loves me. Yeah. So that's why, like, we get selfish. And, and that's mental health is a big issue with professional bass fishing. It, you're Ooh, away from your family. So roller coaster. We don't talk about it. Nah. You're not allowed to talk about it because nah. we got everything's rainbows and butterflies. You're, you're, you're worried about being a liability to your sponsors. If you talk about hard times or if you talk about your feelings, it's dumb. Nobody or you're honest. Well, yeah, but that's. And I'm not saying. I don't know, man. I don't know about him. He said this or yeah, that. You know? I'm not saying people are dishonest. I'm just saying we are trained to be PC in the fishing world. Absolutely. That's why you resonate with people. I think that's why I have what little I resonate with people. I think that's it because I just go, no, this is actually what it is. It's not the smoke and mirrors that everybody acts like. And I just say it. And a lot of people are like, woo. And that's why, again, the black sheep outsider, that's why you won't see a million fishing industry sponsors on the show ever. Right. And that's fine. You won't. And I would rather it not be that way because I would rather those guys not call me and go, I can't believe you said this. We're going to have to fire you because I've lost a couple. I know. Over yeah. the years, you know, that didn't support me. That said they did. Deal. We truly cannot, like right now, if we really want to talk like we talk. No, like, you can't. You, you truly, you can't. I mean, I did drop an F-bomb yeah, here. Yeah, but also and that's, because you don't want to affect anyone else in a negative way, your partners or anything. It's not about getting reprimanded. It's just about <laughs> you're, you're representing companies, yeah. and you don't want – it's just – I don't know. I'll let that one just go, too, and it's, it's making me laugh thinking about the context. And it was a sponsor read <laughs> when I dropped it up. I don't care. You'll be okay. You know what I mean? It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, uh, dude, I want to talk about – real quick, I want to stay on the mental health thing. I want to talk about our sport. And I want to talk about the sacrifices that not just the anglers make, but the families make. Oh, man. Yeah. That go out there, man. You got, it's just, the sport can tear you apart. Cause like we talked about earlier, it's not like you get signed up, okay, you got a $200,000 deal or a million dollar deal. You're trying to, you, you, <laughs> we talk about the sport growing, but you have to have a family dynamic or where that, your spouse is okay with you spending all the money you worked up, saved on, being gone all the time, chasing your dream. And then is she at home raising the kids? Why do you get to go chase your dream? Why she can't chase her dream? All these different things. It is very, very hard. And you know firsthand, my friend, you are out there and so many other people do to where it is. And just in my hard. day job, too. It's like you being you know, a yeah, truck sure. driver. Like, like me you're, being gone from home. Like yeah, it man. does take a toll on. And, and, I, and that's what house. I want to say is not just in professional, but like whatever your deal is. Yeah. Like if your job, even if it just takes you five but miles now, down man, the road. Even with us, though, we're taking money. We're taking money out of the family bank account to pay turnip. Because not everybody has no, a sponsorship deal. Yeah, There are situations where yeah. guys are putting their, their, their lives on the line to go catch a fish and to chase that dream of being a Gerald Swindle, Kevin Van Dam, and things like that to where, dude, it, our sport is very, very, very unique. And uh, it's 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 – not rainbows and butterflies no, all the time. It, no, it's not. But I love it, dude. I, I do love it, and that's why I like this whole Ooh, yeah. sonar thing is I'll be glad when this storm – but as soon as this storm settles, another one will arise, and we just have to deal with it. Just make sure that we all kind of – I don't know, man. I, I, I guess in my nerves. I always say the worst part about debates like that, and and I've been a part of some. That I don't know if you know that about me, but I will bring something up. Is that right? But, you know, in the past, even when, like, the MLF versus Bass stuff was really hot and heavy and – the bad thing about those in retrospect, looking back, is it's a lot of people that are like-minded, love the same thing, we're all about the same thing, but we tear each other apart. Like yeah. Because we do in the outdoors, and I've said this on here a lot, um, 
we tear each other apart. Whether it's about deer hunting, a deer's not as big as you say. To, you know, even like, uh, what are the dudes that are in the the new tree stands, the, the swing? The, oh yeah, that's yeah. a whole thing. It, and I, I think too, it's it's opinions. We don't all share the same opinion, right? But I do, and think, that's fine. But here's that's fine. I I do think that we as a as content creators, those that are kind of the voice of the industry have to be a little bit more responsible and not try to capitalize off of every controversy just to get a like Dear of God. you and things of that nature. Because you really, if you're vested in the sport or you, just fishing in general, if you're worried about conservation, you're worried about preservation, things like that, hey, man, have fun. Like we said, bus chops, do this or that. But at the end of the day, man, are, are, you, are, you, are you making things better or worse? Did, did you – What are you doing? Like on the Oliver Anthony thing, how I said, oh, I got it sent to me so many times. Whenever, like, G made the what do you think about Four Face and Sonar video, asking the fans, there were no joke 40 just out of the people I follow. That's just a number I'm throwing out there. But, like, everybody just made, like, a hot take Four Face and Sonar video just real quick, yeah. just as quick as they could because they knew it would get views, period. It's smart. That's what you got to do. It's smart, but I'm going, it's a hot-button topic, so they just go for it. Now, look content on here low hanging fruit did, did i talk about it yes obviously we talked about it again today however many weeks in a row but but it's just funny like even people that don't make those kind of videos we're making those kind of videos you're like what is this dude doing making these like you gotta my stay thoughts on i i get it but i know what you're saying yeah though. you get you get like, like why are you making a video right now yeah, yeah like come on Bobby? dog yeah. like calm down you don't ever you don't ever give us your opinion on literally anything else but because this is truly viral right now and that's you know, yeah. virals of, uh, can be used a lot of different ways. But it was it was a hot button topic yeah, sure. two or three weeks ago, and some of the videos I saw getting made, I'm like, now a lot of them are the usual suspects that make videos on everything. To be fair, right? And and I'm not saying they have a place to speak more than other. I'm just saying it's odd when you see people like, well, I can give me some views on it, you know, yeah. but just making one just to make one. Dude, listen, I, if, if something's going on, I'm making a meme or I'm making a post. About you do, videos. but you come at it from I, dude, a I different always, angle always. I try to, and I'll, I have no problem making a meme because both ways. Because <laughs> I'm on the fence. I'm all You about, always do that. I'm trying to make somebody laugh, smile. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, but yeah, I, I do try to. You I'll ride the fence yeah. always. Your forward facing memes were like, uh, it was two dudes or no, it was a woman like, oh, oh yeah, with her with her boyfriend backed up against the wall and he's like, this he is had, dudes that complain about yeah, forward facing. He had his legs wrapped around her and she was holding him against. I'll the drive him into the wall. Yeah, and it was like this is how forward face guys that don't like forward facing so and I like to be kissed. But dude, I could be that guy, and it looked like a. I know. But I wish my girlfriend would pick me up and kiss me like that too. So, but dude, even like the kayak anglers, I made a couple. Uh, oh, buddy, a couple memes about kayak. They hated you for a minute, but I love hated. all of them. I know. Dude, for the most, your buddies have, with all of them. Well, I don't even know if I am or not, but I think a the lot kayak of them community are. have. They have a great sense of humor. They're a bunch of good old like I have. I love everybody that fishes for the most part, man. If you don't like me, that is my deal. The way I grew up and the way I'm built these days, it's, I am, I do not like confrontation. Yeah. I do not like it at all. But it's not because I'm bad at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've really, since almost 10 years, I've really so never good. had an issue with anybody. But I promise you, like, I try yeah. to stay away from that kind of life. I don't like the negativity. I don't like those vibes. Plus, I don't know how I will react. I'm just not good in those situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? And kind of like yourself, you know, we, I love to laugh. Hair trigger, man. 
Well, at times. I'm a one-upper. Yeah. I'm a one-upper. You say so. I just I don't like being that person. That's the kind of yeah. person I'm trying to get away from. And I've never really been a bad person. So like today on the show, we've like, learned you should quit your job, Perfect Cat Newton. He's a problem. No, no, I, you chase your dream, buddy. You do. You, you chase your dream as long as it doesn't affect anyone else in a negative way, like your family or kids. But you no, know, you chase that damn dream. For whatever it is, don't matter. As long as whatever you do is not affecting or hurting you anyone. You want to go out like, in the woods and sing about fudge rounds? You go dude, ahead. You, uh, Bring, exactly. If you're a content creator, you wanted if you wanted to go viral, I could write a book about how to go viral. Like right now, like one of the hottest things. Don't give that away. I, well, I need that. Oliver Anthony, dude. If you if you yeah. do comedy like mine or skit stuff or whatever, I don't know why more people have not just went out in the woods, set up a camera, and done just silly songs. Because that right now is something trending. Like you were saying about whatever, you could go out and just do a parody of Oliver Anthony singing about whatever. What if I did? What if I did a song like? Quit my job because my boss is a jerk. I'd rather be fishing than going to work. Do you think that would work? That'd be a banger. Okay. That'd be a <laughs> banger. But no, I mean, dude, yeah, you should do that. You need, you guys in the comments need to tell him this song he opens the show up with, Biloxi Blues, he needs to make a legit music video. I've been preaching this. It has to it happen. It would be fun. You need to a GoFundMe account to raise a budget. Yeah. We need a budget. And we need a Biloxi Blues. It's hard to ask low lifers that watch low budget live to contribute yeah, yeah, to no, a high I, I budget for a music video. And then I'm always skeptical of people, just random people that do GoFundMes. Uh, we've seen hard. some over the years in the fishing world, some, some young cats trying Help to Help me get to the tournament that, yeah. while you're at work, people, give me your hard-earned money. I deserve to fish more than you. Yeah, those are weird ones for me. All right, dude, I, I got some topics I've wrote down. All right. Really? You're talking about hard-earned money? like an hour in and you got topics. I'm going to go into something serious real quick. Okay. Before we get too crazy. The Dick Hiley Big Bass Classic. Okay. That's the St. Jude tournament I've been affiliated with. I'm sorry. I was years. very confused for a second, but continue. I got you. Yeah, I was going to make a terrible joke. Yeah. All right. Now I feel bad. St. <laughs> Jude, right? This is this year is the 25th anniversary of the tournament out of Wabashaw, Minnesota. This tournament, the way it works is, I think it's about 80 anglers, 80 teams this year. 80 teams, less than that, seven. Anyways, they raised $1 million. It's insane, dude. This little tournament raised $1 million for St. Jude. So I want to give a shout-out to everybody that's involved with the Dick Holly Big Bass Classic. St. Jude, it's, it's an incredible tournament. If you guys ever get a chance to participate, please do. Uh, and St. Jude is something near and dear to my heart. If you guys, I'm sure you guys, a lot of you don't know, I, I had leukemia. When I was nine, I was diagnosed with leukemia. And then I didn't have St. Jude. Like, we right, didn't we didn't right. have. So I knew what it was a like. Lot to go, exactly. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. So I knew what it was like to go through that. Without having St. Jude, and I saw what it did to the family. My mom, I, they was wild. They was kids raising kids, and I watched them. They yeah, just nobody they would, was. They, they already had issues, and yeah. then having a nine year old with cancer didn't help things at all. Right, right. So, what St. Jude does is truly amazing, and it's one of those. It's one of those charities that I I never have an issue donating to. Like if I'm at a, I'm always weird. Like if I go to grocery store, or gas station, I said, do you want to yes. donate to these kids? I don't know what kid, I don't know where it's going. Or how much percentage of it I'm, actually gets I don't there know all this, that. but God almighty, I know when I donate to St. Jude, I feel very safe, secure, and I know where it's going. So I just wanted to give them a shout out, give St. Jude a yeah. shout out. And you've been I've involved been, with that how many years now? Five years. Yeah, and what's say. crazy is when I got involved with them, they asked me to be a part of it, the MC. They had no idea I had leukemia. And I didn't start talking about my very private last year maybe yeah right. dude social media for 10 years now like i don't talk about a lot of stuff that i've been through and gone through here lately i have been because i've realized helps others 
There it is. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out my cause in life. Why am I here? You know, the, the whole, the self-deprecating videos got to be because I would get hate. But the things of people that were leaving hateful comments didn't realize, nobody hates me more than I hate myself. Yeah. So your comments aren't going to hurt me for so much. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I knew making that kind of content that I was... Throwing gas on a fire. Oh, yeah, a million percent. Because yeah, yeah. I knew I could handle it. Yeah. Thought I could. Yeah. There were times where, you know... Like it's, Especially I, when you're a 500 pound dude and you're showing your guts, yeah. and that that was my way to deal with it, to deflect. Yeah. Hey, I have to find a way to. I, I remember weird, seeing, man. and I and I remember talking to you about this back then when when the one video that ended up on like ridiculousness and all that was yeah. like Jamie Fox shares it, Snoop, George, George Lopez, Lopez. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, and these mega, I mean, worldwide famous people are sharing your content. And the comments were just brutal at times. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, damn, dude, I don't know how you, like, it's comedy, and I know how you do it, but I don't know how you do it. Just because I. When every comment was talking about how I was built, yeah, how I was yeah, shaped, yeah, and all that right, stuff, it was right. like, wow. Some of them were hilarious. They said I was like a, oh, yeah. a gallon of milk with toothpicks for legs. I was like, that's pretty good. No, I, I mean. I, somebody said I was built like a molar tooth. <laughs> I love that. By the way. That was pretty good. A gallon of milk with toothpicks is good. Yeah, it was good. It's good. And some of them were terrible. You know what I mean? But I, some people are just, we talked about this with me falling out of the boat video. I've talked, you know, hey, man, I just wish you to just drown. Like, people are just yeah, like, like, why are you this way? And if you guys want to do that content creator thing, that's just something you have to be prepared for. And it goes back to not let anyone's words affect you. But. Yeah, dude, you can do the most non-offensive thing on social media, and people will find a reason. Yeah, no doubt. To leave a yeah. offensive comment. It's just everybody looks at the world through a different window, I guess, and some of those windows well, are really people, dark and stupid. some people have certain people comment negative stuff on social media, and I think a lot of the people that comment that are quick to comment are people that can't be man to man in the real world. They, like, you know what I mean? So it's it's a weird thing. Like none of my, I don't have any of my people in my circle that are leaving negative comments on random posts. It's just not what normal people. But if if you're somebody that 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 deals with being inferior, if you have like self confidence issues, I think it's a, it's a way to kind of feel like you're more manly or, or, or more tough than what you actually are. Because odds are, if you caught me in a Home Depot parking lot or somewhere, you yeah, probably wouldn't have that same energy. I would hope not, because I don't like dealing with anything like that anyways not I, saying like i would do anything i'm not a like, big dude but most of the crap that gets said to me online ain't nobody saying it to my face yeah they're not people it, aren't not you're not it's not because they're afraid to fight you it's just because it just no it's not, not what they would people, say no they're, it's, it's yeah. out of their norm it's easier to do yeah. online and it doesn't even seem like you're doing it to a real person because in their minds they'll never meet you they'll never now see let's you. be honest if you crazy enough to walk up to me in a home depot parking lot and say hey man that podcast you do fat cat by four face solar Slap me in the face or something. You're a psychopath, anyway. This is what you I do. Get if that you come toy. to me in a Home Depot parking lot and you want the smoke, I'm gonna grab you by both ears <laughs> and I'm gonna shove my tongue straight down your throat. That's what I'm gonna do. I am going to. I think I just knocked over a guitar. On I, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna fight you. I'm not gonna choke you out. I ain't gonna headbutt you. <laughs> I'm gonna catch you off guard. <laughs> I got a Telecaster hit me in the back. Look at you. What are you doing over there, man? Dude, you about to play so a song? Yeah. yeah, this heavy. Um, damn it, that got me. <laughs> I'm telling you, I just people. I, they, they, what else? Well, there, there was a, a comedian. You remember Rodney Carrington? Oh yeah, yeah. Helicopter, Rodney, helicopter, helicopter, yeah, helicopter. He said, uh, "He goes, you know what I'm on to do?" Because he's a little bitty sawed off dude. He's like, 
You come to me, you try to fight me, I'm going to take off my clothes. Yeah. Nobody wants to fight the naked guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to love that bit. Nobody wants to fight the naked guy. All right, you got topics. I do. I got, dude, but we've covered a lot of stuff. Like, I've, I came into this situation, too, because I always go into podcasts. Just, I don't like doing podcasts. Podcasts, to me, I don't watch them. I don't really do them because it's just a, I don't know, man. I guess I don't have. Thanks, man. I'm built weird. Well, I yeah, enjoy thanks, it. I, appreciate I enjoy it. this one. It's just like, I never know what to do. Am I supposed to be the, <laughs> the fat cat character and all this or. I don't know, man. No, you're gonna. You got to be what you've been today. Which that's what I want to start doing more. Yeah. I, I'm trying to open up and just. Like I've I, always been so guarded of myself. I've always tried to be the fat cat character because of just. But I'm. I, I'm ten years, man. I'm tired. You know what I mean? I like being a fat cat. I, I'm just trying to find that happy medium to where I can keep making people laugh and still be a. Still somehow be relevant and, and keep growing my brand, but yet be more comfortable with who I am. Yeah, man. Because I, I get tired of it. And, dude, and this is one and thing. taking care of yourself, dude. You, you, yeah, you yeah, said, yeah. You, you know, you drop a couple hundred pounds. That's yeah. no that's no. I changed my quit feet, drinking, bro. dude. I, 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 anybody out there that wants Later. to lose weight, yeah, I know. Oh, I miss it, buddy. I, I miss it. I haven't had one. I lost uh, I, low carb, low sugar. I quit drinking. I, I did several things. I got videos about all that stuff. But uh, it, it, it was hard. At first, but dude, once you get into a routine, you can do it. And I really think anybody, if I I did it, dude, I think a lot of people. You just have to want to do it, and you got to be stubborn. You got you got to be stubborn, and you, and you know, willpower is huge. And I and and look, it's easier guy, for me when you're doing it for other people. Yeah, it's when you do it for yourself, you're like, ah, but dude, if I, when I had the mindset that I was hurting other people, I felt guilty, I felt bad. So I was, I have to get better so I can be better for them. And so yeah, that's, yeah, and I, you and I've talked about. Cause my weight's like, ramp, 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 ramp. but health wise, like this year I had a couple health scares Yeah, and then I just dug a deeper hole. Like, you know, a lot of outside factors stressing me out in life and like food is my crutch a lot of times. Oh yeah. And yeah. alcohol. Like I drink Tito's like a damn yeah. fish at times. And, uh, and this year, dude, I'm just kind of like, let it go. And I yeah. stay, you know me, like hiking. Oh, yeah, no, you're like active. I'm, I, I we, try we, to be we've active. Been, we've been on location places where you got to get up and go walking. Yeah, like I, I, I'm always that way. But like this year, I really stopped until about a month ago. And dude, I just like around, La well, almost a month, around Labor Day, I just said, all right, hard reset. Yeah. And, and But you do have to, because I had a, a good, I lost like 40 something pounds. It's been hell 10 years ago, probably. I've gained it back. You know, it happens. But I did, man. And I was like so dedicated. And I quit drinking for that time period sure. when I was really working on it. I didn't have a drink at all. And I had a friend of mine that was really struggling with drinking. And he said, uh, like, how do you do it? I said, dude, I'm the most stubborn SOB you've ever met, right? At times, he's like, well, yeah. I said, you just got to be that with it. Just like yeah. like you're saying self-deprecation. Like, you just got to look yourself in the mirror and go, oh, well, like, you're going to let that be? And I get like you can lean on it and you can really be addicted to it. And I've been there, but I think you just gotta, you gotta want it. Like you said, for other people and for yourself, and you've got to be more stubborn than it is. And dude, that is easier said than done. It is. But here's the thing. If you go a week and you don't have a drink or you don't eat ice cream or you don't, whatever your deal is, and you fall off the wagon for a day, just start it back the next day. Just don't let it turn into a giant snowball rolling yeah. down the hill. That's where I get, because I'll go in the triple threat, I'm calling her out right now. She's an enabler. She is. She and I can be on like a diet thing, and she'll be like, hey, you want to blow this off and go get some Wendy's tonight? And I'll be like, hell yeah, girl, yeah. let's go get a Frosty and a damn Baconator right now, and we'll be in the drive-thru getting Coca-Colas right. and whatever. 
She's terrible about that. But if I go, hell no, she goes, okay. Why we'll is she eat terrible about that? Why dude, can't, I don't why know. Can't she, she get a salad when she gets her frosting? I don't know, dude, because I, I am I am very much. Why are you blaming that on I'm her? I'm peer though? pressure. You're blaming that on I'm her. I'm peer pressure yeah. guy. Yeah, you're but deflecting. She, I, yeah, okay, here we go. This is no, I'm seriously, though. No, I'm, I, I get it. But, I, but she, I always tell her, I'm like, you she doesn't make it easy so my she girl doesn't yeah, no that's I, what i'm understand. saying that's but, why hey, i listen, blame her deal. but that's I, your problem so now it, she I has get to it. eat clean because you're eating clean that's it, right it's a weird thing and for y'all out there that are trying to find ways to lose weight if the first way doesn't work diets i've lost 500 pounds five no let me stop i've lost 100 pounds five different times i would always go on a diet i would go on a low fat diet low calorie yeah, diet, yeah. things like that this time i went low carb low sugar and i tried to find something that was that wasn't a diet. I'm not on a diet. I just eat different. You know, I'm not on it. Like, I'm more of a, a, a meat, egg kind of deal. These are, I don't like giving advice. This is what I did and to lose that 100 pounds five different times and to lose the weight this time. One thing that really helped me was setting a date. So, like, right now, September 25th, I would say, okay, starting October 1st or October 14th, whatever, that's when my diet will start. So, from this point there, I'm going to eat. Be an idiot. I'm, 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 be going, an idiot. I'm going to yeah. gorge. Yeah, I'm going to gorge. I'm going to when I was drinking, I, I'm going to do all that. But that's my cutoff date. So that gave me a, a, something to work towards. And by then I was acclimated. I was mentally prepared to cut those things that yeah. I made sure that my refrigerator was out of all those bad things. I was ready. And that's really what that's important. Me. I think. It really is. Yeah. Do you have same to prepare way. yourself? You, it's very hard to wake up one morning. And say, oh, I'm going to quit everything when everything is still in your face. And that's kind of like with the people in your life. If you. Growing up, it's weird who said it. My mom, my mom's, she's, my mom's batshit crazy. But, <laughs> but one thing I was taught, uh, I, I get it. Um, you're only good as the dogs you run with. Yeah. Right. So kind of like um, growing up, dude, I still, I got great friends, but yeah, we would get into trouble. I was, I'm one out of the only, there was five of us that rolled around. I was one of the only five that never got a DUI. We out of time? No, 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 no. Uh, I was just making sure. So I was one out of the five that didn't get a DUI. I was lucky. Right. And they're, they're all still my boys, but I learned like to get to where I wanted to get or to, if I was still hanging around them right right now, I'd be doing all the same things. You'd be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of implemented that same logic with food. Dude, I love me some bread, some potatoes, but I learned if I kept. Hates pancakes. (laughs) Pancakes can cold straight suck it. I don't even understand what pancakes are or waffles. That whole thing is dumb. You guys are just eating bread with sugar on it. Get out of my life, dude. Where's the meat? Where's the cheese? Where's the egg? (laughs) I would, dude, I would fist fight somebody. You bring take. me pancakes, dude. We going. I, I'm not a. I, I, My favorite pancake. But yeah, dude. Yeah. I, anyways, uh, whatever I just said. What was I saying? Oh, dude, I'll ramble. You lo- no, you said you you love all the bad stuff, but. Oh, yeah, so I kind of did the same thing. Well, what I did with friends when I was younger, I kind of did the same thing. I, I still see my friends every once in a while. We just don't see each other all the time. Same thing with foods. Now that I've lost that weight, I trust myself better. So if me and my girl, we go to a Mexican You're joint, good. I'll have some Tostitos, some salsa. But I just have a few. But you know the limit. Yeah, because I am scared to death of gaining the weight back. Like, I have anxiety about it, dude. Every time I see myself in a picture, I'll get on the scales. I feel a certain way. I cannot. And I mean, I cannot gain that weight back. What's crazy about your transformation is when you do post the old throwback videos. Yeah, man. I was around you all the time. And I never, like, dude, I mean, yeah, you're a, you, I always tell people, I'm like, dude, fat guy's like a professional wrestler. Like, you're a big dude. Like, like tall, like you're, you're wall-to-wall, treetop, tall line. You know, like, you, dude, you're a big guy. Like, you're an intimidating guy. When you walk in a room, like, you're a big guy. 
But I never thought, well, this cat's got 250 pounds of loot because you're just so tall. And when you post those, I'm like, damn, I don't remember that. I don't remember that guy. Dude, like, I, walk- I, I don't. Oh, like, yeah. And I remember all the videos. But then you post a, the one, and I'm like, oh, I remember this video. And I'm like, I don't remember that. Like him, yeah. you had the mullet for a while, too, yeah. and all that. I'm like, I don't remember this this guy. Even when we first started MPFL, right, that intro video we oh, did, yeah. me, you, and Dudley, like looking I was, back I was at probably pictures, down to like 450 or 465 right there. Our you, first so event. you're 200 pounds lighter than that, essentially, right yeah, now. Than yes. that, like it just blows my mind thinking about, dude. That's two people. Yeah, that you've lost. It's incredible, man. Yeah, it's, it's, God, it's, I'm proud of you, dude. I appreciate you, man. It's it's a wild thing, and it's 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 crazy. I don't feel like I've lost that much. Yeah. I'm still very insecure about how I look, yeah. about how shirts fit on me. I know a lot of guys are probably watching. I got do a sun shirt. Dude, I'll burn sun shirts. Don't give me a sun shirt because it's showing all the. Because you think I was two hundred some pounds, I've lost and everything is just blah. I got, I got, Same, bal- I got logs of baloney hang offs. I got baloney tits and I got all this <laughs> guts and just flaps. So I'm, I'm still, but I do feel better, dude. I can get around better. I've done things. I I'm forty five, man. Which if you look at my pictures when I was bigger, I looked like I was twelve because I was my face was so stretched you couldn't see. You yeah, like a baby face, buddy. When I lost the weight. And I can see wrinkles in my face. I'm like, who, age who am I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. But uh, there's something. Uh, another friend of mine has lost some serious weight in the last year in a questionable way, I think. You know, there's a lot of these weight loss drugs out there. Yeah. And he'll remain nameless. But he, uh, him and his wife both, and like, dude, they look like they're like the crypt keeper almost. Like, it's not good, right? But it's crazy when you lose weight, when you do get older, like you're saying – and maybe your face is a little oh, chubbier. Yeah. So I was afraid. And then those, those, but the, it does show your age oh, yeah. more. Like they don't look like they're 20. Dude, I they look like they're 60. And, and you don't. I'm not saying it, but, oh, but they, but like in the dude date, like I was around this dude in person the other day for the first time in a while I'd seen pictures. And I was like, God dang. Like it was not good. I'm like, yeah. bro, maybe you might want to put the weight back on. But I think it's a combination of how he's losing it. Yeah, too. that's one thing you got to be careful with too. Like I say, I, I, I don't. I always, like I had people ask me about doing the surgery. Do you want to do the surgery? Shortcuts never work. Well, dude, I I don't agree with that. I think if you're built for it, I think certain people they do work for, I just don't think I'm built for that kind of stuff. Because if you're dealing with a decent practice, you've got to go through like six months of therapy and all this. And then once you go through the procedure, dude, I couldn't imagine what I would feel like. And I feel bad for people this has happened to. You go through that procedure, you lose that weight, and then you put it back on. I just don't want I, – I, I, plus, I don't want anybody in there rearranging stuff. I don't want bands and this and – but also, I think it takes more courage for somebody to do that than to do what I did. So, I admire people that Well, if that's that, the – But I also think it, going into that, man, you, you really have to – You got to commit to it, too. And that's harder. That's hard. Well, that's, I think if, you, if you're at a point in your life, like, again, that hard stop, and that's what it takes yeah. is a surgery, then do it. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. You know, because food kills more people – Oh, a lot of things in this country and not to just go down that rabbit hole, but man, it's so hard to, especially on the road, my God, man, or, yes. or are you busy in life? And so many of y'all watching this, you got kids playing ball, you working your fingers to the bone, you get home, you got to go to the ball field or you got to go to the gym. You got to go to a little, little, uh, you know, your daughter's gymnastics, whatever, like everybody's so busy. And so you stop and get the choke and puke Wendy's for the whole yeah. family. Cause it's a $20 bill. Saturated $20 bill. It's like sodium. All I love stuff. it as much as yeah. anybody, but dude, it's so hard. And then I think what gets me, and man, this is really a soapbox, but what gets me is like you go to the grocery store trying to like eat healthier, 
and get some salad stuff or fruit. It costs more yeah. than getting a damn Big Mac. So I get why people go, well, man, I can feed my kid. Like, I don't know what it was like for you growing up in this, this department. Like, we live close to my grandma, my grandma Duncan. And uh, she cooked every night, dude. Every night. Like, you didn't go out to eat. My grandma cooked. And, like, you ate what she made. Like, my kids are so damn spoiled, but you ate what she made. Like, yeah. we ate vegetables. We had fruit. We ate whatever she came up. Now, you might be eating beef, liver, and onions. Right. I've done that a number of times, too, and that's fine. Right. I, I still love it to this day. Salmon patties. Like, she was old school, but, dude, she cooked yeah. every night. She made breakfast every morning for herself, even if she lived by herself for many, many years. Like, that's what she did. Yeah. Marissa, Triple Threat's mom, uh, same deal. Every night. Every morning breakfast, but yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. We, yeah, that, so Dude, I you up, tell the triple threat she got to cook every night. Yeah. She's leaving. So my little brother, my, little Caesars. My, my little bro, he's got three kids and he's married, and like they, they're always on the go. Yeah, like it's tough, said, man. I think they eat more at the house now, but there was a time that were like they would burn the dollar menu up and different things. Rough, man. It is rough, and you got to and, and that kind of stuff too. I think like talking about what they put in foods and stuff. It's all about marketing. It's all about more sales. It's all about things that are low key addictive. Like we get used. Energy drinks. <laughs> energy drinks, another thing. <laughs> yeah. Energy drinks, uh, uh, sodium, anything with salt in it, just different things, man. It's uh, it, it's why you, you, you'll be craving things for, I don't know, man. And for food, man, food for me, this is something I don't think anybody knows. I, uh, I tried out for Biggest Loser. Did you really? Yeah. yeah I, not, did, I never knew that. No, I, did, I think I did that in 2015. No kidding. 2016. Yeah, I never talked about it. And. I, I went in there. And, so you weren't like a big enough loser? Uh, no, no, said? no. What I learned is they didn't want losers. So when you went in and they interviewed you, and I, 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 I've got a story, and I'll tell my story one day. Uh, I, I've left some pieces of it out, but I was telling them what, so food for me was an escape. When everything, yeah, when, yeah. Everything, when everything was bad, when, when my prayers weren't in, when all this stuff, just everything around as a kid all through, a lot of times that was my that was my escape. That that was what made me happy was that a bag of chips and dip. I was gonna say what what was the mo- what was that because I, I have always, mine still. Oh, uh, uh, I, I never had one thing. In, yeah. Typically, it was like I, uh, anything fatty or, or yeah, I was yeah, more of yeah. a sodium. I never was a sugar guy, but it was always chips and dip or anything I shouldn't be. But that like was my, savory kind of. Yeah. yeah, that was like that's what brought joy to me. Achilles Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so then. I think that's why I got so big because whenever life was whatever, some people, we all have the things we turn to. Yeah. Food was mine. So I told Same. that story. And they're just like, oh, because they've heard it 10 million times. Because a lot of obese yeah. people, that's, the, yeah, that's dude, the. Here's the thing I've learned too about life, about mental health. Anybody out there struggling, I can tell you, man, you are not the, whatever you're dealing with, I promise you, you're not the only one. And one of the biggest things that weighs on us is that we feel like we're the only one going through this. I, or we're trying not to talk about it too. Oh, that's the biggest thing, especially men. Yeah, like, you're, hey oh, man, no. toughen up, get up. I yeah, know you man. scraped your knee. Yeah, get your ass Walk up. it off. Come Walk on, it off. stop and, being lazy. Yeah, and that's that's fine too. Some of, it works on some people, sure. but I'm just saying, like, when mental health, and and I'm a guy that has struggled with it at times. You and I have yeah, had all fair conversation. I don't know that I've ever said that on here, but like, I've had a lot of crap, and yeah. it runs in my family, and. Uh, and some people listen probably like, oh, yeah, no joke. You suffer from mental health? Yeah, we figured that out yeah, a long shock time ago. Shock at the guy yeah, that's doing nunchuck yeah. videos yeah. with a thong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, you, you, yeah, your life's all over the place, buddy. We, we get it, Luke. Um, but you're not. I can remember talking to my mom because my mom really did, God rest her soul, she suffered with a lot of a lot of different things when I was growing up. And um, 
and I can remember having an incident, uh, like the first time I really was like, okay, I don't think that's normal that I like felt that way or something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and calling her. And I was an adult at this point. It's many years ago, but I was an adult out of the house and I called her and she just started crying and she's like, apologize. She's like, I'm sorry you you're that way because I'm that way. Mm. And so she starts like pulling back the curtain and she goes, and it's okay to talk about. It. And it's like, because my dad, on the other hand, is rough and tough Marty oh, dude, D, yeah, you know, like, I, I don't but think he's ever, also, he's a softy too. So my dad was the same way. Yeah, my dad, like, he was my guy, right? But I lost my dad. My dad was 47. So yeah. I thought I was like 22 when dad passed away. But never, I love you, hugs. Yeah, we didn't, there was no my, I loving you, no hugging. My no. dad kind of straddles that fence. He's more yeah. so now that he's older than yeah. when I was a kid. And, and not if Marty D, I know he doesn't watch or listen to anything I do, but uh, he's been on here a couple times, but. He's a, he was a loving dad, don't get me wrong, yeah. but my mom was that, you know, and I think I'm more that for my boys, no shot at my ex-wife, than than she is at times to them because I just, like I do, I want them to know, like, hey, it's, sure. it's you know, uh, and some people listening are probably saying, well, you want to soften them up, you want to make them tough, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, they like, they're good. They like killing shit too. All right. They're yeah. tough. There you kids. go. Exactly. Like, yeah, they yeah, like yeah. blood on their hands and shooting stuff. They're tough. But I'm also like, Hey, it's all right. Like if you got something going on, like we can talk about it. Like, yeah, man. I, I, don't bottle it up because I don't correct. want them to be me. There you go. I know my mistakes. There right? you go. And I, I don't want them to walk that same path and be like, Hey man, it's, it's okay. And one day I, I hope to have enough courage to, and it's not like I've got crazy struggles in life, but like, there have been times, man, and you and I have had in-depth conversations about a lot of things, mental health-wise, and things you and I have done and said that we regret and in in our personal lives. And um, I hope one day to get on here and do a podcast about that to be brave enough. I think people are very brave when they go, "Hey, this is what I am. This is because a lot of people think I got my crap together and yeah. like, this is, and, and you too, and yeah. we don't. Oh no, by no all. means, no, I've, and never will. I hope I never do because it's part of the. It's day to day for ride. me. Man. Yeah. Life is day to day for me. You got to work on yourself, though, man. I think Constantly. that's the overall point. Of all this is like, no matter what you're going through, like you said, I promise you, other people are going through it. Yeah, that's that. You have to. That is one of the most important things that I've learned. Like I've never been. I don't know. And like I said, I'm not going to open up with so much because it's not the time. And yeah, I, I feel yeah. weird about getting too open no, about things. But uh, I appreciate what you – I want yeah, to just cut to you off. Out. I appreciate what you shared with everybody yeah. today, man, because it's uh, – It's not easy. Hell no. And I, I remember your video talking about your childhood and just sitting there and like openly uh, sobbing, watching it. And because uh, I know you real well. And, and I've dealt with cancer in my life. Obviously, it's well documented on here, like with my mom and – my grandmother and and uh, like an uncle of mine, like it's in my family, and it terrifies me, you know. And uh, and to think about a child having to go through that, man. And I know he is an adult, and and you're one of my best best friends and in, in life, like my brother. But uh, but just watching that, because I, even though I know you like better than I feel like yeah. a lot of people know you, I didn't know the extent that we had talked about, it, but not to that extent. And that video, man, and so many people reached out to me that are fans of yours that know we're friends, and were like, that was beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's where you got to get as a person, and I'm not one to give advice or shouldn't give advice, I guess. But you'd be real surprised if you got something going on, if you talk to your buddies that you think might like really gig you on it, that they go, "Holy crap, man!" Because I and I again, I've got dear friends of mine that have been on the show that I won't name. That people think are like rough and tumble or oh, whatever. Yeah. And when you finally, <laughs> those open, are the ones. Yeah, yeah, that you finally open up about, dude. 
man, like as I've gotten older, like I'm going through this, I'm going through that. And they go, holy crap, man. And you go, and it opens up a whole new like level of your friendship relationship because they're a person that you can then bounce this off yeah, of, man. you know, in your circle, you don't, cause dude, I think the worst thing for me, what I used to fight with a lot of the demons that I have and have had in life is like you said, you try to just fight them yourself. Yeah. And that's when you end up making really terrible decisions at times. And I won't go into all my vices over the years because I've had plenty, but um, you turn to the wrong thing, man. If yeah. you if you keep it in and go, well, I, I'm too tough to talk about this, or I'm not allowed to talk about this, or I'm embarrassed yeah. to talk I think about that's, this. That you hit on embarrassed. This is the deepest LBL of all. Is time. it really? Yeah. Well, I can no, say no, it, it is. It is, but it's, it is be, hard. It's, good, it's man. hard to talk about your feel. Like you said, dude, yeah. we're in a, a a world like especially like who we are. The as people. Fishing industry. We're not even taking out of the equation. Yeah. The people we surround ourselves with, the people we grew up with, the good old yeah. boys. Like I, like you're talking about thick skin. Thick, like yeah, all of our, but yeah, we bust boys ain't worried us. about hearing your. Oh, you got feelings, but you're saying at this point, you get to a certain age, it does change. Uh, yeah. You're 21 years old. Your buddies are gonna be like, "Hey, man, yeah. you need another beer." You Calm start down. reflecting on your life and, and and the value of life or what you're supposed to do in life. Your first, I can promise, and I, I can tell anybody listening to this that's not 45. If you're a young cat and you're listening, whatever your perspective is on life. At 20, 21, 22, I promise you, yeah, man. it will be different when you hit. When well, you double I, that, it's going to change. Some of your, you know, your, your main staples in life are things you stamp, but you, oh, your, but you learn a lot. It's it's wild, and then um, it's so. Cr- I tell people about, I don't know. you know, like um, my I got divorced obviously several years ago, and I got married at like twenty two years old, which is young. Like my stepdaughter now, she's twenty two. I can't fathom her getting married right now, right? Yes. And and my first wife was older than me, and I don't want to say like kind of pushed me into, but she was several years older, and she was like done with being a kid, kinda. And right. she wasn't like twenty years old; she was like six years older than me, five. Um, but she was ready. She's ready for family. She's ready for all that. And I'm like, okay, you know, right, I don't right, know. Right, right. And I remember my dad being like, "Hey, man, you're really young." And he and my mom had got married young, and he was like, "It's a bad idea," because. You're going to grow a lot between like 22 and 30 and then 30 and 40. And dude, it was just a disaster. And I was most of the reason it was a disaster, like full disclosure. Like I was most of the reason it was a disaster, but it was a disaster because like, I didn't know who the hell I was at 22 and then at 25 and at 28. And then it's like, dude, you're a kid. And then we had kids having kids and it's like, and and they're the two best things that ever happened to me. But it's like, you're like trying to figure that out and trying to figure out like life with somebody. And then there's all these different things changing all the time. And like, it's so crazy though, to your point, even I think back when this podcast started, things I've probably said that have triggered people or whatever, like how my mindset has changed and perspective on, Oh wait. Yeah. I might not should have said that. That wasn't fair to judge that because now maybe it's something that I've experienced either maybe with MPFL Right, like us, a fledgling, like we're three years in trying to get right. stable footing. I think about BPT and some of my criticisms back when it started. Some of them were very justified, but uh, shout out Jim Wilburn. But uh, but still, don't love that guy. Uh, never will. That perspective hasn't changed. Had to get that in there uh, uh, for all the low lifers. Uh, but but I say that, that like some of the struggles we've had at MPFL, you go. And criticisms that people throw away, and you go, "What, by God!" And you get upset about it, and you're like, "Hang on a second, Luke. 
it's like pot calling the kettle black, right? right? Like throwing the, you know, glass house, throwing stones. thing. So your perspective does change. And I'm not saying I was right or wrong back then. That was my opinion. That's the cool thing about this platform or as a songwriter, like when I write songs now, they're so different than like when I wrote Biloxi Blues 10 years ago because of the headspace I'm in in life. That's right. And perspective, like I write more about like my kids and my. I said, like Luke Combs, all this. Luke Combs has kids now. His songs. Who? See, yeah. Oh, I like me some Luke. I know he's mainstream. <laughs> no, he's on do, the no. radio, but. No, I do too. I'm I, did, I do need some Luke and Nicole. But yeah, dude, I, I think that. Uh, you wrote a song with him, right? I, oh, God. We'll talk about that one day. I mean, we, we were about out of time. I may or may not. So I used to drink a lot. <laughs> I used to drink a lot. This is my all-time. Are we telling a story now? All-time oh, favorite fat God. cat story. We don't have to tell it, but yeah, I feel yeah. like it's my all-time favorite fat yeah, cat. Yeah, dude. He likes it a whole lot more than I do. Uh, so I, I've got them, too, though, that you so both. Our, our boy, I've told mine on oh, here. Oh, have you? That yeah. sucks. All right. Well, so, I know what your comeback is. Yeah, right? yeah, dude. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah. So back in the day, Brian <laughs> Robinson, old B-Rob. Dude, I love Shout out number 96. That's right, man. He used to have the Real Men Foundation tournament. And uh, this is probably about 2017, 2018-ish. I don't even yeah. know what year it was. And Luke Combs came to the, the event. And then, like, afterwards, we all hung out at the Stump. It's a bar in Texas. The coolest bar restaurant ever, dude. First trivia. First live band to ever play there. Only live band to ever play there before Luke Combs. Whiskey Myers. And since. I know. It was Luke Duncan in second place, Jake. There we go. Yeah, two times there. Anyway. All right, so when you walk into the stump, dude, no. the stump, so typically if you were to go like to, if you were around North Carolina or you some other sports place, you might see race car jerseys, NFL jerseys. The stump, it's all fishing jerseys. <laughs> it's a bar and restaurant just for fishermen. It's cool. Anyways, went there, and uh, that's where, like, the after party was. Hung out with Luke, cool cat, him and Nicole. We, uh, you know, we were best friends. Overnight best friends. Cool. For sure. Thought, yeah, thought we were good. And then um, there may have been times where I may have DM'd him afterwards because he followed me on Instagram. and His wife follows you? His wife follows yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they still do or not because I may have DM'd uh, some song <laughs> lyrics to Luke Combs. And I may have said, hey, buddy, if you want to, you can use these, no charge or something of that effect. Yeah, I was trying to give <laughs> song lyrics to Luke Combs. And he may or may not have left the me on guy that wrote. Hit me like a hurricane. Some of the best hooks yeah. in country music in the last 10 years. In fact, I'm trying like, to help him out. So here's the deal, dude. I've been I've been sitting around thinking about this, and I got these lyrics for you. Quit my job because yes. my boss is yes. a jerk. Yes. Rather be fishing than going to work. Yeah. yeah. I do love that. I love that parody, by the way. I give you crap over that all the time. But I, my kid, writer, man, my youngest listens to that all the time, your parody of Old Town Road. It's freaking that's yeah. That's one of the things that I gotta say. Hilarious. That song right there, man. Uh, I just bailed you out of your Luke Combs. Thank story, you. Man. Appreciate. Hi, uh, shout out to High Speed Chase. Uh, High Speed Chase is the one I did that song with. So good. Yeah, man. That that parody song was huge, man. Ain't Michael Rodriguez. He'll never see this, but he was the one that shot it, helped us with it, did all the videography. But that video, dude. Like even like talking to Otto, he's like, man, my kids love that song. Oh yeah, my. You know, yeah. with things like that, and so many people in the industry, you know, like that song. It, it's wild. Uh, Everybody I meet is an instant fan. Yeah, I, I just, I love, yeah, love dude, it so much. Yeah, and we, we talk about doing another one, and we, we've did a couple of those. But, uh, yeah, I, I can write songs, Luke Combs, so holler at me. I'll be your ghostwriter. So, I've got one for Whiskey Myers. Slow roller spinner, page quick and deep diving plugs. Fish is my addiction. That took is my drug. I wake up in the motor with it on my brain. If I don't go soon, I'm going to go insane. Cody Cannon, if you're listening, I know you're writing that new album right now, bud. Spending more time on the deck of my boat than a politician does trying to get you to vote. (laughs) 
throw fudge around in there and yeah. it's a hit. Fudge round. <laughs> Bobby. Fudge, fudge, hey. fudge round is the new Bobby. Yeah, dude. No, you're not you replacing kinda Bobby. You kind of sound like Cody a little bit, man. I, I got the pipes, dude. I got the pipes. Yeah, but you're, you're not replacing Bobby. Bobby is, that's one thing that's just caught on. I don't even Gosh know. almighty. I catch myself saying it, like when I go to say, what's this guy doing over here? I'm like, what's Bobby doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. My, but my youngest, Ryder, he'll say, what's Bobby doing? Like, it's just, yeah. it's infected the Duncan home. Oh, like, Because Ryder's a fat cat. He's a fat cat fan, man. It's, uh, of course, fat, Uncle Fat Cat's only been farting all over his pillows here at the house because oh, Ryder's not here the last couple days. I will fart on a kid's pillow in a heartbeat. Call me what you want. You clip that. See, see I need a producer clip that. If I come stay at your house, you put me in your kid's room, I'm going to fart on his pillow. So The kid can't be there, though, because that's uh, weird. Yeah, it would be weird. That would be weird, especially if he was sleeping on the pillow and I Uncle fart on Fat it. Cat at the Duncan House. Are we done with this? Are we still talking? I don't know, man. I, you, I mean, I can talk. More to- topics I mean, you got? I got stuff, dude. I got stuff. Should we talk about anything, Vision, while well, we're Potomac here? River. Let's talk about Potomac Let's River. Not. I want to talk about it a little bit. I want to talk about it coming back. I want to talk about what I've seen this year. Well, the year. Toyota series is there. Shout out to Christian. Is it Kristen or Christian Graco? He's a great fisherman. He's from Florida. He's a flipper. He won a shortened, and we're recording this a couple days before the actual uh, upload date of Low Budget Live, uh, a tropical storm slash hurricane. Yeah, man. And you were telling me about it yesterday. Well, it came in, and they canceled day three of the Toyota series. He was able to catch enough in two days. They handed him the trophy, handed him the check. He's a guy I see like works hard on social media. I think it's I don't want to get that wrong. No, I do think it's yeah, I do I, think I'm not sure. I don't know him. And I, my apologies, dude, if you watch this insanity. Please don't take it personal. Yeah, that I don't know your um I can't remember if it's I, I'm just gonna quit talking and I'm gonna look it up. Because I do follow him. All right, check it out. Let me know what you got. Yeah, but far as Potomac River, dude, fish I spent a lot of time out there this year compared to what I normally spend out there. And uh dude, the amount of bait in the river is on believable like it is unreal the grass didn't really die this past winter so the grass was thick like it's christian i nailed it christian good job man proud of you but grico like geico with an r right there got eleven thousand followers he's strong eleven thousand look good job buddy but he a lot of a lot of fishing content like dude catches them he he fishes uh tackle warehouse pro circuit as well he's had some good finishes that but got him a toyota series win man that's no easy feat dude had a boy no easy feat that got him uh well, he, oh no, dude! I forgot he won a he won a pro circuit down at Harris Chain. Yeah, he won a hundred k. This is not his first, but yeah, oh. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, in twenty two, like in March twenty two. Yeah, just saw that on his Instagram. Money. But I forgot about that. Yeah, he won Harris Chain. Yeah, so well, good for him. Yeah, dude, dude's a, dude's a catcher, man. So he had eighteen pounds. He had eighteen. What do you day and then backed it up with maybe I forget yesterday. Yeah. It was a tougher day for him, and he said it was cool. I saw his post this morning. He said that he uh, his last um, fish. That put him over the top, came 10 minutes before weigh-in. Oh, day wow. Two, and without it, he would have been sitting in second going to the last day. And then Have mercy. It's crazy how things work out once your time, your time. We always say that in sport. But on your beloved uh, river up there. I think I think we're going to see it bounce back. There was a time back in the, shoot, man, mid two, what would it be, 2023, 2010. Them boys were catching 25, 26, 27-pound sacks out yeah, there. We haven't seen that in a while. I haven't seen it in a while, but I think, dude, like we're on that upwards. A lot of grass. A lot of grass. Um, and we haven't been getting as much pressure, but as soon as the fish is better, the pressure will pick back. It always comes. This like, year, this, yeah, exactly. The national tournament scene tends to – the Toyotas always go there, I feel right. like. Yeah. But the national tournament scene seems to kind of – Pull back and that being sure. like elites and well, I think you guys had a pro circuit there this year too. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
they, they come w, and go. FLW slash MLF seems to, they really, Bass used to be like a constant. Like you weren't going to say, they haven't had an elite there in a while. It's been a minute. Yeah. But uh, it's, dude, that fishery has always been so historic. Like old Bassmaster TNN Bob Cobb days for me as a kid. Like yeah. talking about dreaming, about yeah. traveling the country. Like the Potomac was always like, oh my God, I can fish a grass flat and yeah. see the Washington Monument. Like yeah, yeah. I'll never forget the first time I got to go there as a co-angler in FLW and they railed on them that week. And then I fished it out of the front of the boat the next year and they caught the crap out of them again. And I did not get involved in that catch fest near as much as I should have. Uh, I was kind of late to the party. And um, as always, but uh, such an amazing place. It's such a what year was that? 2015 was the first time I ever got to fish there as a co, and then 2016 it was either 16 or 17. We went there when I was fishing out of the front. I say okay. out of the front, I was a you catch any snake heads. I did, yeah. yeah, I did. Uh, practicing with straighter, it was the funniest thing with Wesley in 2015. He's like, Hell is that? What the like, hell is that? He's like, Dude, you get up here on these flats and get them snake heads, let's find them. And like, we spent half of our practice. Of course, he mm. like top tend it because he's straighter, but chasing snakeheads. Oh, dude, like so we did fun. it. Like it's we so were looking for fun. him. But I, uh, yeah, in 2017, there I caught several, like several, like in practice and in the derby, it was dumb, like way more than I'd caught the last time I was there. And uh, I'll never forget in practice, I was up close to DC and there was like a little ditch off the river, and I was uh, in a fiberglass boat, then running a ranger, at, like everybody else on the FLW tour back then. And, but I still liked always trying to get off the beaten path. Sure. Like I do in my express. But I was up this, uh, I call it a giant one, dude, for me. And I don't know what it weighed, but like, I don't know, 10 pounds or something. Like it was a really, really big one for me. Because most of them I'd caught were like, you know, five pounds or Typically, whatever. if they're over 10, they're going to be black. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. That's, that's how you know. Say. Yeah. If he's all, if it's going to be. But I was yeah. swimming a jig like we do around here. Oh, like yeah. Up high, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was like a clump of grass and, and there was current ripping out of this. The tide's going out in this little ditch. And I'll never forget that. Dude, I wish I'd had a GoPro running, but like fire my swim jig up there and just like, coming back. And this sucker annihilates it. And I knew instantly like, all right, that ain't no Potomac River largemouth. And it was a, I mean, a monster. I was glad to have the net in the boat, but it was, and I've got a selfie of it somewhere. It um, sucks to catch them when you're tournament bass fishing. I was going to say, if you go yeah. out there and just target those. Oh, you things, love them, man. It's interesting it's, because people me, hate them, yeah. right? Like ecologically speaking. Oh, yeah, they're, 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 yeah. You don't want them in your ecosystem. Fortunately, but Potomac they're thriving River. on the Potomac. And uh, they're not. No, I would. I would. Would you that. say that they're? But do you think they're having a negative and just in your personal like impacting the bass fishery? By no means whatsoever. Yeah. So so and right now the numbers of snakeheads are way. I personally say I don't want to say way down. They've gotten way smarter. The numbers that were caught a few years ago are no longer caught. There's way more pressure on snakes like now. You're you were supposed to kill them for a long time, so sure, a lot yeah, of them got yeah, wiped out yeah, too. Yeah. So now, now you can catch and release, and if you want to keep them, you can't transport them alive, so you got to kill them, right? Uh, there was a time you could go out there and you could catch 20, 30 a day. Oh, wow. No problem, probably. Certain areas, right, because they love paths. They love shallow, muddy vegetation, and they, they get up in that stuff. But far as a top water bite, <laughs> in freshwater i can promise you man like they will give any freshwater top water bite a run for its money it when a nine ten the biggest one i caught this year is 14 pounds that was on a spinnerbait the biggest one on top water was like 12 almost 13 buddy it's like it's, it's like an alligator hitting it because their whole body is a fin it's almost so when they hit first of all i think what they do they try to hit it so hard they kill it and then when it goes to the bottom they'll eat it again because uh, uh, okay it's funny they 
demolish it, dude. It is not like a, a bass. They'll hit, they'll crush it sometimes. But a lot of times they'll flush a toilet on it and suck it from below. Yeah, snakehead, dude. And then when you, it's it is a invigorating. Oh, they're a invigorating predator, guy. dude. Yeah, dude, they're, they're they're very fun and good. And I will give a shout out, and I'm not just doing this. I'm out on their payroll. I pay for every toad thumper lure I got. I've paid for. The toad thumper frogs, when it comes to toothy critters, I have got to say, I don't know what they make them out of. And I'm not a guy, I, I'm not even going to say that. That's the best frog I've ever thrown. I don't use that term because I haven't thrown every frog. I can't say they're the best Hard frog. Hard to talk in absolute, too. Yeah. yeah, and, and they're, they're, it's the best frog I've thrown, and they're very durable. But, uh, yeah, if uh, dude, but the snake kids in the Potomac is, and they're delicious. They're delicious. Oh, yeah, they're great. When I post them pictures, everybody, that's a damn bowfin. That's trash fish. Ain't no way we're no, because a lot of folks don't even know, know the anything about them. But back to the ecosystem, they were they, they, they were discovered in 2004. When they were first discovered in the Potomac in 2004, you would have thought that... world was ending. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. And, and then more information came out, more information comes out, and then you fast forward almost 20 years later, and the ecosystem is fine. Our biggest problem in the, in the Potomac are blue cats. Good people gosh. don't realize, you know, whenever I've showed pictures of snakehead, they're invasive, right? That's an invasive species. You ought to kill it. Well, blue cats are also invasive to, to the, the Potomac River. Yeah. They were introduced in like they, the, there, they were introduced in the seventies, and like here in the past few years, it's unreal. Like, so if you're in Potomac Creek and you come out of Potomac Creek and you look straight across, there were some commercial fishermen boys over there, grinders, and there was a time earlier this year, the whole seine net, the big round net, and, and one netting, one one time, sixty five thousand pounds of blue cat. And they could probably do a multi. Dude, it, the river is. It's the only place I've ever been where you can go winding a chatterbait oh, around dude. on any flat. Yeah. And if you get on the wrong one, and I, I remember straighter back in 2015, there's like a lot of cool riprap stretches sure. on the river, yeah, cranking things. And I remember back in the day, old Bassmasters, whatever, watching guys crank. And I'm like, dude, you go wind a square bill. And he goes, dude, all you catch is damn catfish. Yep. You can't. I'm, and, he, and I'm like, oh, whatever. He goes, I'll show you. And dude, you get on a rock stretch. Within five casts, you catch a blue cat. It's wild, man. And, like, they'll choke a square bill. They choke a chatterbait. They'll eat a Cinco. Like, it's bizarre. Now, we catch them on the Tennessee. I've called them other places. You know, sure. like, they're opportunities. Yeah, every like, once in a while. Yeah, but, but, dude, up there, yeah. like, you're constantly catching those I things. think because there's so many of them, they're fighting. Dude, but I can't say they're fighting for food because the river this year is just chock full of bait. Yeah. It is unreal how strong the Potomac River is. The ecosystem right now is just... Dude, it's it's stellar it's coming back, and you're yeah. proud of that, man. Oh, uh, dude, I I, I love it. Uh, we good? No, we're good. You having yeah, yeah. I, I love the Potomac River, man. I love where I'm from, and I love traveling. But I'm always excited to go back home. Why won't we have an MPFL in the damn Potomac River, buddy? Come uh, dude, on, we can pull some strings. I'm down, yeah, I'm down. But see, a lot of all the national events they go out of Smallwood, they go out of Maryland. State Park, I'm Virginia boy, and I don't. That's have really any. the only yeah, major. Yeah, Smallwood and Lisa Vanga. Yeah, Virginia directly across. It's funny too. So when they have tournaments, the same like on a Saturday morning, you got boys that launch from Smallwood. <laughs> they shoot straight across to fish those rocks in front of Lisa Vanga. Then you have boys that'll leave. Lisa Vanga shoots straight right. across and fish in front of Matterbourne. Or you have guys that stay on that side of the river for events out of Smallwood and and commute oh dude to the oh launch, yeah you know, from oh, a big, so yeah. a friend of mine shout out lenny beard man a good friend i've known lenny a long time and he is one of these sticks on the potomac river if anything goes on the potomac river lenny beard knows about it and uh he had there was a tournament out of smallwood him and lenny fishes co a lot so he was riding with a younger cat and i forget all the details but it was foggy and i don't think the sun was all the way up and they were shooting across from lisa Vanya to Matterwoman. woman well at the point on the right point 
a mad woman. There, there, I think there's a doc that comes out. Anyways, man, they lost tracking and they ended up hitting it. Oof. Hitting it. If I'm not mistaken, old boy driving it broke his femur. Oh. He messed himself all up and they were able to get back across and drive themselves to the hospital. Oh my God. It was bad. It, it was really bad. But uh, it's honestly, I wonder more stuff like that doesn't happen with people commuting in the dark. Yeah. Not putting in at the actual ramp just because, I mean, like you said, fog early in the morning, dark. It's not like we got a bunch of. No, you know, yeah, headlights right. or whatever for the most yeah. part. And that ha- I mean, and a lot of people do. And here's the thing about the river, on. too, about where, where I'm at. And I don't know, like, it's a lot of commercial fishermen on the river. So if you're trying to navigate when it's really foggy or it's low, you got crabbers that are out there to crack a dawn, commercial fishermen that are going to be out there checking their nests, checking their pots. I don't Dude. know. And that's one thing about the river, too. And there's a lot of crab pots and fish pots and a lot of stuff gets tore up by. Oh, I know that. And, and that's my dad's side of the family, the commercial anglers. So I'm like, I've, every year I try to make a post. Hey, man, you guys kill me. There's a bunch of crab buoys or, you know, gill nets. Some gill nets around. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they'll mess up a prop, too. Yeah, and you yeah. can mess up a gill net. Vice versa, right? Yeah, like exactly. to, to the bass fisherman, you're like, these damn gill nets. But the guy trying to gill net yeah. but, commercially. But Potomac, I love the Potomac. I think it's going to come back. And I would love for NPFL to go there. Well, damn. you. What if they go there? You know there. a guy. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, though, you know, it's, it's, it's more than that. No, it's so much more to schedule, and I've yeah. covered that in the last couple of weeks because people get frustrated with pro fishing schedules. I'm like, you just I, – I, 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 I Let's go to Lake Anna. I don't know. You're not familiar with Lake Anna. That's one of our spots around the house that Lake Anna is a nuclear – kicks them out, dude. Well, they just put more F1s in there. Lake Anna used to be a tight spot, but here lately, man, like Lake Anna is really on the – up. dude, Lake Anna is probably – in the next five years, it might be – I don't want to say the best fishery in Virginia, but it's – dude, it, it's – the only is it issue, big enough to have a hundred? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, the problem with it is that you have to have a tournament there before Memorial Day or after Labor Day. It's kind of like Lake Norman. It's a bunch of people on there, a bunch of people, yeah, park, pleasure boats yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, Sh- that, that, shout out ski boaters, yeah, pontooners. There you go. Have a good time. Yeah, shout out Melly. The older I get, owning that's a good time too. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes I like to go ride around on a boat. I don't have one of those yeah, boats. Yeah. Probably never. I love riding a jet ski, but I hate when somebody's on a jet ski around me. Yeah, I want to put a three quarter ounce rattle trap. I don't want to see a video of you, video of you. I've got stories. I fell off one one time when I was big. So you like Kenny Power? It was the worst day of my life, dude. If you're a big dude, maybe somebody Buddy. can relate. If you're on a sea dude and Buddy. you fall off, it's done. You're done. So I fell off, right? I fell off, and I got this bulky life jacket on. I'm just all just I'm a ginormous human being at this time. It's four hundred some pounds. I couldn't get back on the CD, so I finally take my vest off. I take my vest off, and I fight, and I get back up on the CD, and I'm so happy I got back on the CD. Then I see the vest floating, and the key's attached to the vest. So I just got off and swam to shore. My buddy had to swim out and do it all itself. That's a good story. Jeez. I, I think of you, like, with the mullet, like Kenny Powers, just out there uh, riding. I wish. No, no. I fell off and couldn't get back on, and CDs can suck it. <laughs> Now you just cost me another sponsor. I didn't tell oh, you yeah. C-Doo was going to sponsor My me bad. next year. We're going to do one one of the low-budget live. No, they, they, they so C-Doo got with that company, Suck It, that <laughs> uh, whatchamacallit made on The Office. Oh, that would have been good if I remembered his name. <laughs> do you understand what reference I'm trying to give right now? Suck It. Yeah, the toy vacuum yes. that the old boss made. He sat in the jacuzzi telling Michael Scott, and it was all awkward. He's like, yeah, man, you know, just suck it. He's like, what? Oh, man, the vacuum. It's going to be a toy vacuum. All right, anyways. <laughs> you got me on here too long, dude. I'm just going to start talking. This is why my girlfriend thinks about breaking up with me, because I would just start rambling, not, complete nonsense. Oh, that's not the only reason, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's only not the only reason. Fat sure. Cat Newton, 
you're a damn national treasure, buddy. Appreciate and you, I appreciate all the honesty. I appreciate you spending some time with me and my family down here. Let me share my neck of the woods with you for a couple oh, days dude, and I the bar and grill, you. man. I appreciate you coming. Yeah, this dude, is, I'm proud of what you've time, done for man. yourself, man. This is a, you got a nice place, Thank beautiful you, family. And it's, uh, I appreciate you welcoming me, welcoming or whatever it's called. You and I are both proof that idiots can do things in life. If they get a little lucky, you know? yeah, got to be dumb. Going to be dumb. Got to yeah, be dumb. I feel like I'm just getting started, man. For sure, dude. I, I'm trying to get a bag. Just I'm hard. trying to get that bag. I'm trying to, and like we talk, Oliver Anthony's motive, it can happen to anybody. We even talk about Theo Vaughn. Hey, that dude grinded 10, 12, oh 14. I'm comparing myself to that. Yeah, but. Whiskey Myers. But I'm just saying, what I'm getting is the overnight, Paul Benson, one of my close friends. He is a. Shout out to Paul. Yeah, he, he's a character. He is Ron Swanson's doppelganger. <laughs> but. You know, a long time ago, we first met each other, 2014. He hit me up, and he was the one that brought me on with cash and that I'm no longer with. Uh, he, he told me, talking about building relationships in the business and just in general, about weeds. He said, you know, what, what grows fast? Weeds grow fast. He's like, oak trees grow slow. And, and it's a weird kind of a metaphor. Be an oak. Yeah, man, be an oak in tree. A word, because, and I've always, I've always looked at what I do that way as I – if I treat everybody how I want to be treated and I don't act thirsty and just go with the flow and build this foundation brick by brick instead of trying to rush it, I feel good about my future. You're going to be all right. I feel good about my future. As long as I, here's the deal, man. Every morning I wake up, it's a bonus. And I just know if I can go to bed every night knowing that I was nice to everyone that was nice to me, I'm good. Amen. So. Appreciate all you guys listening dude, to me ramble on. 40-year-old me and 45-year-old you, we just getting started in this. I, I, dude, I believe it. And, and I say Only, Here's the deal. This is morbid, but as long as I don't die first. That's my main thing. My dad died at 47. I'm trying to make it to 48. It's a weird thing that lingers over me, dude. I, I, I get it. I think about getting cancer again. I think about gaining my weight again and making it to 48. If none of those three things happen. You're going to be all right. Hey, dude, we, we good to go. Baby. We're going to be all right. We're going to take everybody out with some Biloxi Blues. And when I say we're just getting started in this, I don't even know what this is. I have no idea. But I promise I'm just saying you, things I think these sound two cool. guys aren't going away. Watch National Professional Fishing League. Please. We're going to be live. We're going to be in the studio. Professional fishing has ended for the most part. We got some live action for you coming up next Friday and next Saturday. Or actually, be this Friday as you listen to this Friday, Saturday, tnpfl.com. You can watch. We got a uh, weigh in show we do. After uh, weighing in with Luke and Fat Cat that we do on the Fix TV app, P-H-Y-X TV app, uh, you do have to pay to watch our stupidity there. Everything else is free. Don't comment on Facebook that TMPFL charges you to watch live coverage and uh, anything they, else. Dude, you don't, they don't. They try their hardest to make everything work. That's dude. right. I, I, that's right. We're just awesome. trying some different things this year. Right. But uh, but we will be live in the studio in Appleton, Wisconsin. We will not be on site in follow Other than Fat Cat for a few days, we got two more events to go. Tight angler of the year race. A lot of great anglers duking it out. Oh, dude. Entertaining anglers. I, I, I wish we would have talked more about that next yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to do it at the end of the season. We got to do I'll come back oh, down and we'll do a follow-up. It'll be fun, yeah, man. man. We, we'll definitely do it. But it is some uh, dynamite going on, dude. The, the progressive oh AOI race. Like it's about to get crazy, especially with and you talking about you follow Oklahoma, everybody's talking about being a grind, but getting close to the event, I, I think it's not going to be as big of a grind as what guys were talking about. Like, I it's think a good lake. Yeah, this is really a good, good lake. lake. It's, it's got a good fish in it. We've seen it earlier this year. I think it's going to be a great tournament, especially this time of the year. It's it's especially, but but I don't mind a grinder and a tough one, especially with Angler of the Year tighten it up. You yeah, man. See who's going to bring it, and we've got a lot of guys: Todd Go, Timmy Reams, like 
dudes Sheldon Collins, Brandon Oklahoma guys, boy, like mixing it up. Then you got top. guys fighting to make that championship. John Cox and, and Keith Carson, they're 27th and 26th. The right? one and not the Florida John Cox. Florida the one John and not Cox. only John Cox. Correct. Patrick yeah. Walters trying to make the championship, only fishing five right. of six events. Top 25 make that $100,000 championship. Each event we do this year pays $100,000. Full field fishes all three days of the event. Like it's. Things are happening. Yeah, man, I love me some NPFL, dude. Like, it's, and, it's, and I'll say this. I'll tease next year with this just real quick. Uh-oh. We got some damn names dipping their toe into the water right now to see what the temperature is in that swimming pool. And if they jump in, 2024 going to be wild. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting year, dude. And I'm proud of the names that, that, that we've brought to no life. Doubt. No doubt. I know what you're doubt. saying, and I'm not trying. But it's one thing. I'm proud of those it's a cool thing to be a part. No, we've a got guys that thing. have been with us for three solid years. Yeah, dude. Starting to starting what what has happened, what the organization yeah. can start something new in this whole world, and like finally, like I feel like okay, if we can keep this train on the tracks, yeah, keep it between the ditches. That's a right, bit. keep it between yeah. the ditches. I do. I, I holy cow, like I, this is I don't know, man. Like I I feel fortunate to be a part of it, and like NPFL in a weird way really helped me with my life for sure. Like it, it, it's same it, here, man. May have saved it. Like it's it's a yeah. weird thing, dude. Like it's. Giving me a different outlook on things. And talked about, we're done, but being that character that we talked about. Yeah. And PFL has given me a chance to be somebody else. Step out and show show what, what Fat Cat Newton, what B is all about, man, on camera and off camera. And uh, yeah. even if it doesn't work out, yeah, like, I'm still, but it, they, they well, give I'll, me the opportunity. Like, so no I'll never no matter whatever it. happens with it, I'll, I'll always be, not to just be completely sappy, but to be. Uh, forever grateful for like mine and your time that we've got to spend together dude we've spent a lot of hours together like on camera off camera yeah, like figuring out life together yeah, yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and like this industry of fishing together and and uh it's brought you and i definitely closer together man and i and and all the people we get to work with at mpfl are forever grateful and i think if you ever watch the show and you go oh you're just promoting that because you're a company man like, dude I, I believe in what they've got yeah and i believe in the people i don't have I to be in, here and, like you know yeah, what i'm saying you right. don't either. i damn sure don't yeah, yeah. I mean, you know i've got plenty they going take on care of us but it's not yeah. a situation yeah it's not like a desperate no it's a family drag. man yeah. where we and are i believe in it yeah. and i love which you and I get to do. Yeah, me too. Like I love it. I love getting to run my mouth about. You've always, I've always heard this thing. Well, it, it, it's not if it doesn't feel like work. You know that whole thing about. Yeah, yeah it's not work. It doesn't feel like, and that's how. Yeah. Like it's, this is it. Even though, yeah, and you and I are basically Wisconsin residents. Yeah, I don't mind that. No, I, I love like it. I, I love some Appleton, man. But uh, we'll see y'all on live Friday and Saturday, man. Please tune in. Check them out. TMPFL.com. These anglers deserve it. That's right. Way more than we do. So check out the anglers. Check out the league. We'll take you out with some Bluxy Blues. Thanks for hanging in here, man. If you if you have hung in here for two hours with me and the big two cat. Hours. Two hours. Dude, I love these. This is why I love in person because they can go for four or five hours. Like It's fine if I – if that ever happens, then so be it. I may run out of SD cards. I got some more notes. Know. No, <laughs> bring it up. I'm good. Uh, but I appreciate you, dude, coming. I appreciate uh, hanging in the bar and grill with me, but I appreciate every single one of you low lifers each and every week. I know I say that. It sounds cliche. I promise you I mean it. Getting to do this, getting to, to, to showcase friends of mine in this industry, getting to meet cool folks and interview people that I don't know. It's all very special, and I get to do it because of you low lifers. So thank you so very much for that, and we'll take you out with some Bluxy Blues. We're going to get Fat Cat on his road to Oklahoma, and I will see y'all on the other side next week. Next I don't week. say oh, that. Okay. I say Whatever. That. I say that on NPFL. Sweet. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows.
Getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. 